Seven o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! No spoilers for Avengers Endgame if you've seen it. You just knock it off. Don't even make suggestions about what to Google. <laughs> Stop it. I'm going to see it at <laughs> two, 2 in the afternoon tomorrow as soon as I could get in to where it wasn't seats where I'd have to look up at the screen, you know, uh, you know, uh, with my head tilted all the way back. Um, so anyway, uh, I, I kid, of course. Um, and yeah, it's a big weekend for fictional deaths i think uh we'll see i don't know uh game of thrones of course on sunday and uh avengers endgame is out but uh i have no idea uh, everybody could live everybody could die i don't know anyway welcome to the program uh this is the friday edition the weekend edition of turn up the night with kenny pick broadcasting live on indiemediaweekly.com worldwide joe santors of scranton pennsylvania the electric city I know you're excited about Game of Thrones on Sunday, but we're not going to put rain through this. No, I yeah. won't say a word. I'll save it for tomorrow. Excellent. <laughs> and <laughs> but I will say this: I hate theater assigned seating. I hate it. I uh, I oh. like it. I like it when I'm not the last person buying tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let the free market decide, Joe. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the show. Hi, everybody. And I'm going to start out by fueling the controversy. I actually like theater assigned seats. I do, too. I like, I like putting the seat back. I like putting my cocktail in the cocktail holder, having my legs up. I take I a sleeping bag leg. and a space heater with a generator. <laughs> No, um, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. I well, like them. I like, I like leaning back and putting my my cup hole. I just don't like them telling me where to sit. Well, okay, Joe. No, I don't like it. Hold on, hold you, on. If, you, if you're quick enough, you get to say where you sit. Yeah, you get to pick your own seats. You get to yeah. tell everybody else where they can't sit. That's it. It's quite the opposite <laughs> of what you're. I, I love. I'm, I'm referring to AMC. In particular, yeah. AMC. AMC that, I yeah. do. I really do like that seating system because I actually stopped going to the movies for a good number of years because I felt like you know I'm way more comfortable at home. Mm-hmm. Way more comfortable at home than sitting in those crappy seats. Oh and, God! You know, I, those yeah, old I, seats. I, I really yeah, I do like. I like the AMC theater system and i think a couple of other chains are, are moving towards that well so it's yeah. not that they choose the seats for you you choose your seats and if you aren't quick enough well mm. 
Sucks you know, to be you. I'll tell you what. I don't <laughs> yes, remember exactly. Yes, <laughs> I don't remember exactly what movie it was that, like, the first time I went into a theater that had seats that weren't those seats that were left over from the 1950s or whatever. You know, 40s, 50s. Those, you know, those, the, you know, the. Yeah, I mean, just those things were terrible. <laughs> um, and you know, and there's there's more some theaters that have those, but they're a little more modernized, a little more cushy. But the recliner seats, they're pretty amazing. So, um, you know, don't take a black light in there. No, well, fortunately, they're made out of pleather. Don't stick your hands down in between the cushions for sure. Oh no, or in your pants. <laughs> or in your pants. Yeah. What? What? What the, the hell? Uh, what, what, or have you been going to theaters? Have you been going to theaters with Paul Rubens, uh, uh, rank? What the hell? Uh, see, I'll give myself a rim shot for that. Uh, he was, you know, but, you know, maybe he was just trying to use the phone. (laughs) Uh, He he grabbed the wrong end. This isn't the receiver. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't think nice. I. I think I just have this version of. They're that. taking out the long knives and trying to oh, destroy he... the handful of conservatives we have in Washington D.C. who are trying to use the phone. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So that that's a big weekend for us. Uh, Rain, have you considered going to see Captain Marvel, or did you and Bobber go see it? We haven't seen it yet. I have mm-hmm. considered it. I think I do want okay. to see it. I think I you'll enjoy really, it. Really, really good things about it. I think you'll enjoy From it. You guys and other friends. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like got a lot of good elements of like the old buddy cop kind of movies. Um, you know, Samuel L. Jackson and Brie Larson are, are a fun little team. Uh, but you know, in it, it, oh, it I did it, not know that Samuel L. Jackson was in it. Oh yeah, yeah, he's Nick Fury. He's okay, Nick Fury. I don't have comic book cred so you'll no. forgive me right yeah i don't that's fine i just think because i know you're not a big fan of these movies but i think if there was one that you would be a fan of it would be this one especially when it gets to them uh the uh the motorcycle scene that was a good scene <laughs> so it's subtle okay. but fun um but yeah so uh, uh everybody you know seriously no spoilers don't ruin things it's not nice. I haven't thought about going to the movies at all in the past month because, and I haven't even done a lot of painting because I've been planting, you know, doing gardening. Digging in the dirt. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who are you burying? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Vince Foster. Mr. Bulbs. Well, Mr. Seeds. Well, <laughs> not, not any orange shit given bulbs. They would you be might, tiny little bulbs. You might find They'd probably be pretty young. Is. They'd probably be very young bulbs, though. You know. Uh, no, I think very, they'd, be they'd be really re- the youngest bulbs ever. Yeah. I'm so young. I can't believe it. I'm the youngest person. I am a young, vibrant man. Bullshit. Bullshit. Well, what, what kind of la la land? We'll get to that in a minute here but seriously i'm the youngest person i'm the youngest person I, I you sure I, act I, like it and he went uh, on to pick his nose uh so <laughs> <laughs> and, and save it behind his ear for later um oh, oh. <laughs> you think he puts a little peanut butter on top 
Oh, <laughs> on the tip top, maybe, you know. The- oh, tip top. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to Trump's latest helicopter uh, appearance. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so we'll, we'll start off with that one. Um, and, and then, uh, well, actually, we're going to sprinkle out throughout the show the, the helicopter appearance. But we've got two clips. Um, no, actually, you know what? Yeah, that'll work. That'll work, actually. Let's go ahead and um, play the first clip. This is him talking about, you know, so he's asked, is Joe Biden too old to run for president? Okay, whoever that person that asked that, good for you to ask Trump that question, but bad for you to ask that question. Uh, You know, because it's like, why why is Trump too old? Or why is Biden too old when Trump wasn't? You know? What because is it yeah, is it is it okay? This is what I what I'm thinking. Is it okay because it's so standard for a stodgy old white guy to be a Republican candidate that that's par for the course for them? So you never question the age of an old man Republican running, but you question the age of an older Democrat like Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden. Joe Biden's only a couple of years older than than Fat Donnie, and he looks a whole hell of a lot healthier than him and younger. Yeah, I think actually. there's like five years between them. Yeah, not not even. I think it's three, three or four. Um, yeah, cause, he, they said he'd be seventy eight on January twentieth of twenty twenty one. Who's that? Yeah, Biden. Biden. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah he's like okay. seventy six. So anyway. So he, mm-hmm. he was asked, he was asked, you know, is, is Biden too old to run? Well, I think that uh, I just feel like a young man. I'm so young. I can't believe it. I'm the youngest person. I am a young, vibrant man. I look at Joe. I don't know about him. I don't know. I would never say anyone's too old, but I know yeah, you're making me look very young both in terms of age and i think in terms of energy i think you people know that better than anybody yeah are, are you really? are you sharting me really this the is man. a guy who has how many hours of executive time the man that yeah. took a golf cart when all the other world leaders thank were walking you. Mm-hmm. thank you the man who had so much energy he couldn't fold an umbrella down <laughs> or 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 wipe his ass and get rid of the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there. there. <laughs> I still can't get over the fact that nobody told him. Nobody, not the Secret Service, not anybody around him said, Mr. Mr. President. <laughs> Which means that whenever he took that crap, he took that crap from the toilet to the car, and then from the car to Air Force One. Nobody takes, told him. He takes the most craps. He's so oh, crappy. He's the biggest crapper. The biggest crapper. The most craps. Big, ever. beautiful, glorious. I have the biggest craps. I'm so young. I can't believe it. I'm the youngest person. I am a young, vibrant man. He said, I think I'm the what youngest the person. I'm the youngest person. I'm the youngest person. I have the best words. I'm the youngest person. I I went to the best school. I think that Pete Buttigieg might disagree. Does he understand what age is? I don't think he does. 
I don't think he knows what that word means. Again, he's in fucking La La Land, man. That was crazy. That was crazy when he said that, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I heard that. I was like, what? I'm the uh, youngest person. What? Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. God, I mean, yeah, I, I went full David Rose. Oh my God! Oh, uh, really? You're not, you're not the youngest person. The, He's not even the youngest person in his administration. No, Wilbur no. Ross. of course. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a can of Campbell's soup. This in the can of Campbell's soup. Well, I just bought this can today at a 7-Eleven down here, the can of Campbell's soup. I'm just the youngest soup-loving whippersnapper you've ever seen. Oh, my God. I'm the youngest person. Look at this in a can of, in newfangled a can of soup. soup this youngster found for you. <laughs> it's got a very young soup. It's I'm got younger. a pull... It's got a pull-top lid, but I'm afraid my finger will snap off because I'm so young. If I do it, could you do it for me? It's soup. I heard that Wilbur Ross could be in Avengers Endgame. Spoiler <laughs> yes. You're telling me right at the end. No! Right at the end of his game. No! No. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm the, I could be the, I'm the youngest person. I have, oh my God! <laughs> that, was, that was the ranting of, of somebody who is not in his mind. Or mine. <laughs> or anybody's. Oh my god. Let's, yeah. let's just let's just hear one one last time. I'm so young. I can't believe it. I'm the youngest person. I am a young, vibrant man. I'm so young. I can't believe it. No. We can't either. <laughs> I think Carly Simon had a more accurate description. <laughs> He's so vain. There you go. Um, he, he probably thinks this song is about him. Probably thinks this you. world is about him. Um, He's insane. Yeah. So, my God. I'm, I'm so young. I'm so young. Listen to how young I am. I'm crotchety and I whine on Twitter. I'm so young. Sorry, I don't know why. President ever. As I said in the chat, so we had Franklin Delano Roosevelt who had the fireside chats, and now we have Trump who has the helicopter chat. Yeah. Where he's got to yell because I'm so young. Copter side shirts. Jesus. Uh, So, believe it or not, after contributing to the problem, that has been going on for decades now in this nation and around the globe. Uh, after being part of the problem and spreading disinformation on his Twitter account years ago about vaccinations, Trump finally somebody told him, um, you know that that's uh, bullshit, the anti-vaxer stuff. At least he believes that for the moment. So, unfortunately, Trump might have lost the Alex Jones. Uh, uh, crazies, um, because he said this about vaccinations. Uh, but when the ch- with the chopper going up, speak up, up, up. You gotta tell him. Tell parents about getting their kids vaccinated. Diesel, I'm a diesel. Tell parents about that. They have to get the shot. The vaccinations are so important. This is really going around now. They have to get their shot. 
This is really going around now. They have to get the shot. We linked it to autism before. Uh, you know. Yes. Yep. yep. Um, and it's disgusting. And and he he contribute he helped spread that wicked harmful disinformation on Twitter, and now all of a sudden he's he's like, but you know, but how long until he changes his mind on it? Five minutes? A week? Um, I'm gonna give it less than a week because from what I understand, I think it was a a, a city hall. I I I don't have the tweet in front of me. Uh, or the story in front of me, but there was a city <laughs> in California where a whole bunch of anti-vaxxing parents decided to attend a city hall meeting because they were pissed that the city basically said, you have to get your kids vaccinated or they can't go to school. So it makes sense that all of these unvaccinated children mm -hmm. or parents of unvaccinated children would all show up in one space to protest the fact that they have to get their kids vaccinated. Yeah. It didn't, well, it didn't seem well thought out. Well, I think I wouldn't be surprised if some crazy anti-vaxxer group, you know, drafts some kind of letter and, you know, says to Trump, you're losing a very powerful contingent, you know, you know, you're losing. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Sick I could people of America. Exactly. Yes. I love I love all those sick people and the uneducated. Yeah. The, the unsullied. The poorly vaccinated. The unsullied. I love the poorly vaccinated. <laughs> the wildlings. Vaccinated. The wildlings. The unsullied. Actually, the wildlings are kind of the liberals of Westeros. <laughs> yeah, they were. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, hey, they were they were opposed to gender <laughs> to gender biased. Uh, 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 titles for people. So I think you guys That's should right. be impressed that I even knew what the Westeros were. What the Westeros were, yes. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. It's all right. Like How the Westeros was won. Um, so, <laughs> and no, I'm serious. I really love that idea. I love the poorly vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I love. There's a there's another contingent though that that should be safe. And uh, but before we get to it, I want to shift gears a little bit, and I'm literally going to be blowing through most of the audio we have in the first hour tonight because I did not have time once again. But I, I we'll, we'll have some fun. Don't worry, because there's a lot of things to discuss. But something I want to play right now. I know this is going to probably be mixed feelings from a lot of people in the chat room, but I um, want to play this. Uh, Joe Biden has announced that he's running for president in in 2020. And by the way, his logo that says says Biden president, very smart graphic design. Because you look at it and it says Biden president, and it's just one step away from President Biden. So it's very, very clever graphic. Um, I'm not in the tank for uh, anybody at the moment. Um, there is somebody I've had my eye on quite a bit. I'm not going to discuss this on the show. Um, I've donated a little bit of money here and there. Um, because I want to get this thing off to a robust start. I know other people are doing the same thing and, you know, Republicans are, uh, in the tank for their boy. So we need to start getting funding out for our folks, whoever can, but Joe Biden made a, and I know there are issues. I watched some of him on the view today. I didn't get that audio, but he genuinely, genuinely seems remorseful 
And there was no malintent in his, you know, space violation. I don't believe there was any malintent, and I don't think he he physically harmed anyone. Um, But he made women feel uncomfortable, and he shouldn't have. And he addressed that, and he said he was sorry for uh, invading people's personal space. And I think he's going to be better about it. I mean, but, you know, he didn't say he was going to grab people by the pussy or kiss women and get, you know, lawsuits, you know, waged against him. Uh, You know, he's never accused of uh, raping a child. Uh, The guy in the White House right now is. Um, I don't I I don't think what he did was right, but I don't think it's disqualifying at all. Um, You know, Joe Biden is an affectionate man. I know lots of people like that, especially older people. Um, but you know, I've had family members who've been a little, little too touchy feeling. I've said things, you know, to people, um, and, uh, and, uh, so I think it was good of him to address it, but this was so powerful, his announcement and the messaging angle of his announcement and where he chose to land on this to me is just, it's remarkable. I, 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 I've, I've said this for a while now is I really think people need to latch on to the more, more egregious statements that Trump has, has said and done in, you know, and really nail him down. And this ad did just that because we're going to hear Trump after this. This is a long clip, but here we go. This is, uh, president Biden. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, Joe Biden, his 2020 announcement. Charlottesville, Virginia, is home to the author of one of the great documents in human history. We know it by heart. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. We've heard it so often, it's almost a cliche, but it's who we are. We haven't always lived up to these ideals. Jefferson himself didn't, but we have never before walked away from them. Charlottesville is also home to a defining moment for this nation in the last few years. It was there on August of 2017 we saw Klansmen and white supremacists and neo-Nazis come out in the open. Their crazed faces, illuminated by torches, veins bulging, and burying the fangs of racism, chanting the same anti-Semitic bile heard across Europe in the 30s. And they were met by a courageous group of Americans, and a violent clash ensued. And a brave young woman lost her life. And that's when we heard the words of the President of the United States that stunned the world and shocked the conscience of this nation. He said there were, quote, some very fine people on both sides. Very fine people on both sides? With those words, the President of the United States assigned a moral equivalence between those spreading hate and those with the courage to stand against it. And in that moment, I knew the threat to this nation was unlike any I had ever seen in my lifetime. I wrote at the time that we're in the battle for the soul of this nation. Well, that's even more true today. We are in the battle for the soul of this nation. I believe history will look back on four years of this president and all he embraces as an aberrant moment in time. But if we give Donald Trump eight years in the White House, he will forever and fundamentally 
alter the character of this nation, who we are. And I cannot stand by and watch that happen. The core values of this nation are standing in the world, our very democracy. Everything that has made America, America is at stake. That's why today I'm announcing my candidacy for president of the United States. Folks, America is an idea. An idea that's stronger than any army, bigger than any ocean, more powerful than any dictator or tyrant. It gives hope to the most desperate people on earth. It guarantees that everyone is treated with dignity and gives hate no safe harbor. It instills in every person in this country the belief that no matter where you start in life, there's nothing you can achieve if you work at it. That's what we believe. And above all else, that's what's at stake in this election. We can't forget what happened in Charlottesville. Even more important, we have to remember who we are. This is America. Amen. Amen. I think that was killer. Now, you're being cynical out there, President, uh, saying like that worked for Hillary about latching on to what he said. Well, let's, here, here's the deal. Trump took the bait on this one. Trump took yeah. the bait immediately oh yeah yeah. and i know and and the thing was i don't think there ever was any one singular thing about trump that hillary was able to latch onto at the time and go with now that now that he's been in office and we've seen how he's behaved in office this is where people are need to latch onto this people need to latch onto he said that these nazis were fine people he said Mexico yeah. was going to pay for the wall. Mexico's not paying for the wall. You're paying for the wall. You know? That, it, that's that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I understand what President is saying. However, Hillary, you know, she, she had her primary. And then... They had their primary. And it, it was still... It was still a soup. It was still a soup when it came yeah. to the GOP and the primary and all this stuff. Um, we also had the the reopening of the investigation right before the election by James Comey. Thanks for that, Comey. Yeah, glad so it, the, glad it makes I, it feel I, nauseous. I do understand what President is saying, and I've seen other people say things like that, similar. But here's the to me, here's the difference, and I too am in. I am very undecided. But this announcement is the only announcement that came out of the gate saying I am going head to head. With with Trump's misogyny, his racism, his sexism, his authoritarianism, um, all of his all everything that Trump is bad, Biden is going head to head with it, and yeah. that's unlike that's unlike all of the other candidates. Now, to their credit, we have Kamala Harris and and Elizabeth Warren who have come out and said blatantly, "I want to see him impeached." Um, Elizabeth Warren has come out and spoken out against Trump, but Joe Biden did it as his primary focus in his announcement. And he did it with the backdrop of this is about saving the fabric of this country. Yeah, the soul of the country. And and I think I think it's amazing. I don't know who I'm going to support, but I Mm -hmm. do think that where he where he planted his flag in, in this primary race is really important. It's where and I, I feel like I want to be. That I'm not saying with Biden. I'm saying that's where I feel yeah. like I want the fight to go. 
It's and, it's that important. I mean, I, yeah. I feel like it's a game changer. I do. Well, and I I, 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 I think the next gonna, step for Biden or somebody else, and we, we do have to go to the break, but we'll continue this exact conversation when we come back because I have Trump's follow-up to that. Uh, but I, think, well, I want the next prong of the attack to be he promised you that Mexico would pay for a wall. There's no wall, and Mexico didn't pay for it. And he demanded, and he wanted to shut down the government so he could get your tax dollars to build a wall that the experts all agree right. would not solve our immigration problems. Right, right. So let me write the next ad, guys. It'll sound a little better than that. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. Uh, you almost you almost did a Tim laugh there, Joe. So, <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Uh, but anyway, Joe, we'll let you pick it up uh, when we come back, because I'm sure you're probably going to hear what uh, Fat Donnie's uh, helicopter side shark. Uh, I mean, the fireside chat. No, oh, helicopter side shark. Um, <laughs> uh, will be, but yeah, we'll, we'll, let's go ahead and uh, we'll stay on track here and run to the break, and uh, we'll, we'll pick it up uh, right where we left off when we come back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com.
I could kiss you in the mouth. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played the laser swords. That they're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I'm not it's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And, uh, of course, uh... Hey, Janet's out there, uh, a former uh, host of Southern Progressive Revival. Uh, glad to see her uh, hanging out in the chat room uh, with us. Uh, so, yeah, stick around, Janet. It should be a fun show tonight. Ellen Trojan Rabbit says, To show you how far behind, behind I am on Game of Thrones, spoiler alert coming up, I just saw Joffrey get poisoned. So. <laughs> so. God damn it. Now I can't watch it. Jeez. Hello, Wildcats. Uh. <laughs> so anyway hello wildcats jeffrey's supper 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you could get poisoned if you uh, listen to Stephen Reed and uh, microwave your can cream corn on a <laughs> potato. Um, <laughs> we anyway. had that for dinner tonight. Oh no, you didn't. You're a liar. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> you like I, good I food. Did. I know you too I, well. I so. told a lie. <laughs> and of course, uh, uh, and of course, uh, yes. Rain from Four Freedoms Log, Washington D.C. Welcome back to the program. Thank you. We actually had stuffed shells tonight. Oh, that's Bob yeah. stuffed the shells, and I had previously made the marinara sauce, the gravy. Susan wasn't feeling too good, so I, I went to my old uh, stand by a, a Marie Callender's uh, chicken pot pie. They're kind of good. I so. love those. Yeah. and I uh, think they're really good. Yeah, they are. They're nice. I, I overcooked it, though. Eight minutes in the microwave, not nine, Ken. Um, oh, so, yeah. I, and I would have baked it, but I didn't have time, so... Uh, cause they're much better at it. Well, I hope Sue's feels better. Yeah. It's this weather, man. It's going nuts. You know, it's like, it got super cold and that always, uh, you know, affects her, uh, her, her, you know, um, her lungs, you know? So, Aww. but, um, I'll, I'll take good care of her. I promise. Uh, so anyway, um, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. Have you Thank ever you. grown, have uh, you ever grown a beard, Joe? Have I? You know, a long time ago. Long, back in the 80s. Back in ago. the 80s. Well, I'm telling you what. Back in I, the 80s. I know it's time for me to, to definitely trim my beard right now because in my lower peripheral vision, I can see a hair sticking out. <laughs> so when i'm when i'm looking straight ahead when i'm looking straight ahead and i see a hair sticking out i don't know if it's a mustache hair or a beard hair or whatever i'm like smoothing my face down I'm like god damn it i'm gonna go pluck that thing it's or either your beard or your eyebrows need trimming oh i looked at those too they need trimmed as well i'm getting a little mad scientist yeah. up there um so if, uh, if it makes you if it makes you men feel any better uh-huh i am post i am post i'm postmenopausal. oh yeah and i have hair growing in places that never grew and hair not growing in places that always grew hmm. i'm talking about my legs and my chin everybody okay i've got well, i've got hair growing on my chin i have to pluck them pluck it man pluck it i do i pluck so. i pluck the hair on my chin and my legs my legs i can go three four months without shaving well there you go there you go i think the ladies in the chat would appreciate that Oh, I haven't oh. shaved my legs ever. Well, <laughs> but I do have less hair. I have shot. less hair on my uh, on my uh, on my shins than I used to have. So I was never that hairy of a guy. So, but uh, anyway, um, <laughs> move on from body hair talk, folks. <laughs> I started it. I started it. Yeah. So anyway, um, let's go ahead and and get back to where we were. So so Joe, um. What did you think of being a fellow Scranton guy and a fellow Joe? What did you think of, uh, um, I almost said it again, President Biden's <laughs> announcement. <laughs> um, Joe, but Vice President Biden's yeah, announcement. Well, as, as, I, as I said, he was here in Scranton several times filming in front of his house. Mm -hmm. This is where he grew up. And uh, everybody thought he was going to do a bio. I think it was significant that he didn't have to do a bio. Yeah. And he made maximum uh, impact 
with the way he rolled out uh, his campaign. Yes. Uh, instead of he, he, because he had the advantage that most of the others don't uh, of of being a well known commodity. Uh, you know, he 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 really went at at Trump's Achilles heel. You know, yeah. he he really made it into. And I think this has to be a central part of it, is that in this election, our democracy is center stage. Yes, we want to talk infrastructure and health care and all those other things, and we can, and we must. But central to this is that nothing of this happens if we don't have a democracy anymore. Yeah. yeah. And I think... He chose the right tone and the right subject to bring his uh, his campaign online. So you know, I'm still not in Joe's camp. Yeah, you know, but I'm more open to him now than I was, say, a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I I'm with I'm with you on that, Joe. I mean, he really set a tone that I think needs to be set. And I, I, except for Tulsi, Tulsi, no. Tulsi, go. Um, we can't. But we can't I, let let he, we can't let everyone. You know, it's like I hear it so often. You know, there's so much junk coming out of, out of this this administration. It's like a fire hose. It's like you're trying to pick out drops of a fire hose. You know, we can't let that happen to us. We can't well, say, well, he's yeah. he's overwhelming us with his mm-hmm. with his hatred and everything. He caged babies. He 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 yeah. trashed Puerto Rico. Yeah. He said Nazis are good. He fell in love with a guy that sent a man home in comatose. These and then are he all paid him still present tense, Joe. Not- yeah, and still and then he paid him two million dollars ransom. Yeah. I mean I mean I could go on and on. We can't let America forget this. Yeah, well, that's uh, Joe's. Joe's right. I, I got to jump in here. I, Joe is right, and and I am not trying to knock any of our candidates because I get that they're running on their platforms and their positions. I still believe, and I believe this deeply, that we need to call out the things that this administration is doing in the name of America. Yes. Like caging babies. I mean, hell, there was a report this week that they were thinking about taking some of these underage kids and putting them in Gitmo. We're in a really bad place. And I, I think it's important what Joe did. He is not, he's, like I said, I am undecided. I am undecided, yeah. but he is the candidate who came out and called this, this, the mm-hmm. inhumanity of this administration. Out. Yeah, I, I don't see how anybody could be decided at this point. If you're decided at this point, you're just a narrow-minded uh, individual. Or if one you, of the candidates. Or one of the candidates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or the candidate's fa- family member, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good point. And it's not always necessarily true that family members support their their mm-hmm. um, no. people running for office. Some, well, you we might even you might even change your name. You might even change your name from Romney at some point. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> Daniel. But uh, but Trump, 
Trump, uh, you know, um, uh, I don't know if anybody remembers the the classic uh, thing where uh, Peter Peter uh, Griffin and uh, Brian trapped. Um, um, what's that asshole right winger? Um, James Woods. They 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 set a trap for him on on Family Guy. Remember? Ooh, a piece of candy. 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 They caught him. Caught him. That's the best thing about the Biden announcement is yeah. he knew Trump was going to respond. He knew it. And this is what Trump said at his uh, helicopter side chart. Oh, I've answered that question. And if you look at what I said, you will see that that question was answered perfectly. And I was uh. talking about people that went because they felt very strongly about the monument to Robert E. Lee, a great general, whether you like it or not, he was one of the great generals. I've spoken to many generals here, right at the White House, and many people thought of the generals, they think that he was maybe their favorite general. People were there protesting the taking down of the monument of Robert E. Lee. Everybody knows that. Oh, um, I would like to know who those generals are that have said that to you, because uh, Robert E. Lee was a traitor and a slaver. He was a traitor to America and a slaver. He was he was also a, somebody who owned slaves who historically really abused slaves. Yes. And I'm not saying, oh, you're just a slave owner, because that's bad enough. But yeah. he really, really tortured his slaves. He just made it so much worse than just saying there are fine people. So the fine people on, on the other side are people who actively support one of the uh, greatest historical figures that it, it, that this country has ever seen who supported the abuse and ownership of humans was a traitor to the union and In not only that house. he refused to trade confederate prisoners for slaves he 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 thought so little of of uh, yes. blacks in this country he he still he's like no they're they're my property I'm not giving you know fuck it you can torture you know my men whatever I, I want to know, know who those generals were that were in the White House who said that General General Lee was the greatest general ever what kind of people does he have coming into the well, White House I sure hope any general that's been to the White House the next time they're interviewed that they're asked so what is your thought on Robert E Lee because Trump said. All the generals he's met with, you know, so many, so many of the generals he's met with think that he's a, you know, that he was the best general. Who was that? I mean, I could kind of see Kelly saying that. Yeah. General John Kelly. I could after he treated uh, the the one congressman from Florida the way he treated her. Mm -hmm. What about Mattis? I want to know who these people are. Yeah, now because Trump has decided that he's going to speak on behalf of generals who came into his White House saying that they are literally supporters of the confederacy and of white supremacy yeah um um, but yeah this joe i mean he took the bait he he quadrupled down i don't know how many times he you know because that that he's he's said that was my a perfect answer it was a perfect answer because all the fine people were there to support racism and slavery and being a traitor to the nation well, if it was such a perfect answer, why did your chief economic advisor uh, 
draft a letter of resignation right after that news conference. Thank you. That was Gary Cohn, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it wasn't so uh, perfect because oh. your own cabinet member was going to leave and did oh. leave. Yeah, and and he got just gutted on on Twitter. Did you guys see the Twitter uh, uh, responses to that? No. Oh, it was unbelievable. I'm, I'm going to try and find it. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Who, me or Joe? You. No, I, I got not, I There's not much I can say except that he reiterated the very fine people comment again. Yeah. Well, he, and and he, he literally he took said it the was a perfect answer then and it's a perfect answer now. And he added to it. Yes. He added to it. Um, you know, because, uh, let me see, uh, Jameel Smith. Heather Heyer is still dead, by the way. What's that? Heather Heyer no. is still dead. Yes. And I, I want to say that because, you know, you mentioned a few moments ago about mm-hmm. how it, this is a fire hose of shit that comes out of this White House. And this is something that really does upset me. Heather Heyer died defending equality and fighting white nationalism and this piece of garbage that occupies the white house said that his answer last year was perfect and he reiterated and added to it today that's gross and and we i think that we in in this country have outrage fatigue Mm -hmm. it's hard to be it's hard to be even more outraged because, as Joe said, we have babies in cages. We there's so many gross, gross is an understatement. And so I just wanted to say Heather Heyer's name. She is still dead. Yeah. She went out there to protest white supremacy, and she allowed. Well, she didn't allow, but her life was taken fighting for Americans who want equality and want to demolish white supremacy and white nationalism. They're yeah. not very fine people on both sides. No, they're not. Hire is a very fine person. Well, and I, I just saw the response from her mother. Um, I, I Apparently, Biden did not reach out to her or tell her that the ad was going to happen. Um, I wish that was different, but um, this, is, this is kind of part of our national story. He did not mention her by name. Um, and, uh, so I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little conflicted on that because I understand, you know, there's, there are people who are, are very angry that, um, the, there was the woman who was killed, uh, by, you know, allegedly, you know, by the guy who wasn't even indicted for her murder or convicted of her murder, the, 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 the immigrant, the undocumented immigrant that allegedly killed, uh, that woman in a in a quote unquote sanctuary city that Republicans kept using over and over. Right. Well, this was a massive political rally where someone was murdered. This wasn't a one off, you know, random murder. You know, this was this wasn't something that-, that was on a quiet and dark alley. This was something that happened in broad daylight by a Nazi who rammed his car into a crowd. Joe Biden could have said, you know, if fortunately not more people were killed, but, you know, Joe Biden could have said, you know, if this guy would have been more successful at claiming lives, 
he would have maybe said, you know, uh, claim multiple lies, but you know, it didn't happen. Uh, anyway, I'm I'm getting all there's, all there's, there's flustered. two things. Joe Biden is Joe Biden. I think every one of us in the chat room and the three of us here, and when Bob gets on, could agree with this. Joe Biden is a gaff machine. Yeah. You know, he's he's just he's not perfect. And and, it, and he's but he's never malicious in this stuff. No, to me. he's not. The second thing is what happened in Charlottesville, as you pointed out, it wasn't a one-off. It was a white nationalist rally. And there is, I am sick and tired of people on the right pretending that that rally was not intended to sow yeah. chaos and violence. Yeah. And, and That's exactly what they wanted. And every last, and what I'm really happy about that Biden chose to showcase this rally uh, of violence and hatred and racism and evil uh, at the Unite the Right rally, folks, that's what it was. And those people at the Unite the Right rally were the people who were starting brawls and, and ultimately killed one person. They wanted to kill yeah, more. There were, there were fights. There were fights and, and in your face there were, there were happening before that, yeah. that Dodge Charger. Yeah, there were, there were like, you know, white nationalist thug gangs ganging up on African Americans and Antifa people and everything. Um, yeah. So what I, what I want to say, one thing about Biden's ad there is he assigned he's like look these are the people who went down to support you know it, it, it he pointed out that antifa and the people protesting against the racists aren't he's breaking that narrative that that the trump cult is so desperate to do no 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 the racists are all liberals no 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 the real the real nazis are antifa no 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 you know they're always trying to project that and joe with his powerful voice in this joe has uh, stolen that argument from them to a certain degree absolutely you know they could talk about lee it, it, Talking about it was about statues is like talking that the Civil War was about states' rights. Oh God, that's bullshit! That's yeah. bullshit. Oh, any okay. I, I want to seriously start punching people when I hear that. Yeah. Well, let, let me let me tell you, just a, a short a short thing. I'll put this link in, please. In the Washington Post today, in his memoir, Ulysses S. Grant, a greater general than Lee, described his feelings upon meeting Lee. In April 1865 at Appomattox, as Lee surrendered his army in northern Virginia, Grant wrote, and I quote, I felt like anything rather than rejoicing at the downfall of a foe who had fought so long and valiantly and had suffered so much for a cause, though that cause was, I believe, one of the worst for which a people ever fought and one for which there was the least excuse. In one sentence, General Grant managed to distinguish between Lee's qualities as a general and the terrible cause, the destruction of the United States for the benefit of slavery, to which Lee put his talents. Thank you, Joe. Brilliant. Well, that wasn't me. That was written by oh, no. Daniel Freed ah, in, uh, in the Washington Post. I'm going to put that link in there because it's, it's about what yeah. U.S. Grant would tell Trump about Robert E. Lee. Yes. That's why I said thank you for bringing it to our attention, because it's yes. true. 
Well, I want to read uh, before uh, we only have a couple minutes left. I want to read some of these tweets, um, and then uh, we'll get to uh, the the final installment of the helicopter side chart um, when uh, when Bobber is on. Um, Jameel Smith on Twitter: Robert E. Lee was a traitor and a slaver. And as Adam Serwer reminded us, reminded us in 2017, Lee's elevation is a key part of a 150-year-old propaganda campaign designed to erase slavery as the cause of the war and whitewash the Confederate cause as a noble one. Michael C. Bender, Robert E. Lee, a great general, whether you like it or not. President Trump, a young, vibrant man and student of history. Um... Um, Christian Vander... <laughs> yeah. It took me a little bit. So, yeah. Uh, vibrant... Uh, I'm sorry, Christian uh, Vibrant. Uh, Christian Vanderbrook. <laughs> the president is going to repeat this lie over and over again, and it's important that people call it a lie every single time he does so. Thank you for that. Um, a guy named Dad on Twitter. <laughs> at, <laughs> at five-fifths. Um... And we're going to do the Robert E. Lee stuff again today, too. <laughs> uh, Jane Coaston. Ah, yes. The people who felt strongly about Robert E. Lee's statue that they decided to attend an event featuring such storied stalwarts of history as Mike Enoch, Baked Alaska, and Richard Spencer. If you don't know who Baked Alaska is, oh, my God. Whew, he's the worst. Josh Billingson. Josh Billingson said, he said this while standing 500 feet away from the exact spot where Robert E. Lee declined command of the Union Army and decided to take up arms against his country in defense of slavery. Like I said, I I think that we have outrage fatigue. There's a word for that. It's treason. Yeah. Uh, Adam Serwer, Robert E. Lee was a traitor, a brute, and a slaver who wouldn't even trade black Union soldiers taken prisoner for the lives of his own men because he saw black people as property to be owned. Uh, Colby Hall, reminder, General E. Lee was a traitor to the United States. Uh, Ture, oh, Ture, haven't heard from him in a while. Now Trump is saying, yes, sure, there were very fine people on both sides, but those who sided with Robert E. Lee were finer. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, wait. Well, I need I David Rose. Oh my God. Trump. Right. Trump can knows Robert E. Lee, but not Grant, who who kind of won the war. Yeah, I prefer generals who weren't traitors and win wars. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it, it's stunning because. I think it would be interesting to find somebody to do, you know, um, how many times has Trump mentioned Robert E. Lee compared to how many times has he mentioned Taft? Or, I mean, Grant. Taft. <laughs> Taft? Oops. <laughs> uh, well. Oopsie. I never got he stuck in a tub like Grant. Taft. I'm so skinny. I'm the skinniest <laughs> person. I am so skinny that I make Karen Carpenter look fat. Hey, Taft... I, I believe was the first president to become funny, man. chief justice. I like that. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's 801, 15, yeah. 16. 
Uh, we got Bobber uh, waiting for us. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, run to the break. We'll be right back with uh, more Turn Up the Night, the weekend edition, right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. I'm so young. I can't believe it. I'm the youngest person. I am a young, vibrant man. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Trump's a dork and full of errors. Welcome back to the show. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you caught that, Joe. Uh, welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, welcome back, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania. My first favorite Joe from Scranton. Well, gee, thank you. Well, you know. I like Joe. I do, too. He's my second favorite Joe. I just don't know him, so. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he's uh, an acquired taste, and you didn't kiss me on the lips, <laughs> so no, <laughs> just kidding. I'll give you a hug, anyway. yeah, <laughs> definitely. I'm a hug, uh, yeah, I'm a hugger. Uh, and of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the bubble. I almost said the Electric City, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the Electric City just rolls off the tongue. I love it so much. Welcome back. Well, I gotta tell you, I he's got a hell of a handshake. Oh, I you, sh- that's right. I got to shake his hand. Oh, very nice. Very nice. In the White House. Now, I was a couple of steps above him, so he couldn't breathe into the back of my neck. Well, yeah. But I would have let him. No, oh, no. well, see, I, I would have let him too, maybe. I don't know. Just, no, just I, say that it, I got to say happened. this. I know, I, you know, we're kind of, I hope we're kind of past that controversy, but he, he's got a really, really, he's got a good, strong handshake. And he looks you in the eye, and yeah. I don't see any bullshit there. And I have a pretty good bullshit meter. Bullshit detector. And 
Yeah, I, yeah. I love it. He's, he's a good man. He's a good man. I understand, and I've said this before. I understand where women could have, could not could have, where they did feel uncomfortable. I get that. Yeah. I've been in that place too. Um, I've been in that place too. And right. last but not least. I got to get his uh, his intro ready for him. Der Braumeister Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. is here. Hello, Bob. <laughs> How's it going, Bobber? Happy? happy Friday. How are you? How Hello, are you, Bob? <laughs> so I'm doing all right. Good, good. So, um, uh, handsome. <laughs> You Did want you me want to shave my legs tonight? I was going to just ask Bobber if he wanted to, to get back into the facial hair discussion before we uh, <laughs> move along. So. Well, uh, I posted it in the uh, in the chat that uh, you know how when when your when your team's in the playoffs you don't shave. They, sure. I forgot what they call what they call that. They um, the lucky the no sh- the good lucky no shave. Whatever it is. So yeah, the Caps <laughs> lost. Lost in the first round of the playoffs. So uh, yesterday morning, I I trimmed trimmed mine back. I was starting to look mm. like a you know a craft brewer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to bring it back to respectability. Oh, so instead of instead of hello Bob, I'd be saying hello Wildcats. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, actually on the break, I took care of my eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, uh, plunked them right out. Uh no, actually I didn't. They they still I need to be taken care of my my ear hair. Oh okay. I had, I had a long one growing out of the side of my head. I thought I was getting hair again. It was just my ear. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Um, See, you could you you guys can all save those hairs from your nose and your ears. Uh-huh. For locks locks of uh, and glue them on our head. Yeah, locks of glue. Yeah. Sure. So actually, I, I think I heard. Uh, I think I heard Joe. Uh, 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 I, I don't think you muted during the break. I, uh, I heard you take care of the ear. <laughs> yeah, that was a hot mic, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, and, you're gonna get that hair. <laughs> yeah, get, just go. Just go right in there. It's like a. It's like an. It's like an oak. Uh. <laughs> uh <laughs> Silver maple. Uh, so anyway, um, <laughs> silver maple. <laughs> silver maple. I don't know. Um, so okay, uh, here we go. Now, I hear that makes good syrup. Mmm. Mmm. No. <laughs> the old ear hair silver maple makes good good syrup. That's <laughs> uh yeah. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. I don't think so. Uh, it. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and uh, I want to play everybody. This is a long clip. Well, actually, we'll set it up. Actually, we'll set this up right now uh, with with uh, Trump's final clip from the helicopter side charts. Uh, and uh, this is him talking about no collision, no obstruction, most transparent. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't even say oh that with a God. straight face. <laughs> I just, I'll let I'll let Sharp Boy uh, say it for himself here. What we're doing in the history of our country, there has never been a president that's been more transparent than me or the Trump administration. It is transparent how much of a racist and sexist and horrible um, 
uh, 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 narcissist you are. That is very transparent. But continuing. I let White House counsel McGahn testify. I let everybody testify. Let I them? Excuse me. I think McGahn was in there for 30 hours. Who ever heard of such a thing? But I said I want everybody to testify. Obviously, I've... McGahn thought he testified fine because he was with the administration for a long time after that. And I think he said he was just joining up with respect to the appointment of judges by the administration. But I let everybody testify. There's never, ever been transparency like this. So, so, just so you understand. So we got a great, excuse me, we get the ruling, which I knew we were going to get because I have nothing to do with Russia and the campaign. So we get a ruling, no collusion. We essentially get a ruling, no obstruction, based on the facts. Our great attorney general made a an immediate decision. There was no obstruction. So we have no collusion, no obstruction. Oh my no CNO. God. No CNO. If you watch that, I'll tell you what. I think they would be the most. Tra- he would be the most transparent president ever if you sprayed that horse shit spray tan off of him, holds him <laughs> down real good. You could probably see right through him because he's probably like you know jellyfish translucent. Yeah, uh, he would just be like a skeleton. Yeah, you just see like a uh, well. You, I don't know if there's like much skeleton. Penis. Maybe a little bit of cartilage. See now, you you you. Don't save penis in this. Get out of my house. Just uh, one of those mushrooms, and then some cartilage that's like leftover KFC, and then a tiny little pea hovering in the top of uh, where his uh, under that cotton candy. Tiny little pea. <laughs> I can tell you. I have a cataract that's more transparent. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at that. Uh, so when he says most transparent, how does that how does that roll with the fact that he's telling people you can't go to Congress to testify? Yeah, I, I was serious. I let him. I let him go there. That that's my Trump impression. Where I'm, there's a <laughs> helicopter in the background. I let him testify. Whoever heard of such a thing? <laughs> I let him. I did. Lady. Most transparent. Let him. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Don McGahn, and I think this is really kind of funny, that he let him. That's because he um, waived executive privilege. Yeah. He waived executive privilege. So Don McCann got to talk for thirty something hours and did the duh. And Hillary's over there playing it her little tiny violin. Oh, you had to testify for thirty hours. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good point. Very good point. Um, but yeah, he's he, he's uh, he's very transparent about his uh his motivations and uh you know, everyone can see right through him in terms of uh what he really is and, and what he mm-hmm. really wants out of this out of his position. Yeah, he's transparent like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's why everybody's uh trying to run him out of there on a rail. And he's a young, you vibrant you man. Exactly what he's doing. I'm sorry, Bob. No, go ahead. You can't claim executive privilege after you already waived it 
and the the White House counsel spent 30 hours speaking to special counsel. You can't claim executive privilege at that point. It's out there. This is the this is stupid. I mean, yeah. honest to God, this is really stupid. This is like saying, oh, okay, Charlie, when you go to school, you can tell Daddy how he keeps hitting you. you think and then it, the school says, Charlie has been abused. And then, you know, Charlie's mom is like, Charlie, you can't talk about this anymore. You think it, You think that's stupid? Stupid. Yo, no, you don't I even know what stupid is. Stupid. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Sorry, <laughs> I mean it, 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 it. You know, I mean, when I heard this today, I'm so young, I can't believe it. I'm the youngest person. I am a young, vibrant man. This is a stupid, <laughs> stupid man. Oh. <laughs> I'm hold. I'm holding my hand out as if I'm standing in front of people. Like I'm holding it up, you know, and and at, with my palm up in front of the computer bouncing it slightly and on every word I say and looking off to the side thinking how how the fuck I'm I'm so young. <laughs> I'm I'm so young. I think I'm doing the same Ken. I'm the youngest person. Like, what? What? I'm the youngest person. Yeah, I'm uh, the youngest. My hand just dropped. Had, I just, yeah, I just he had, had to stop the one because he didn't know where he was going with it. He was just automatically lying, you know, just reflexively. But he's then you realize, oh, I don't have, have anywhere to go with this. So he's he, he's vibrant. <laughs> vibrant? Yeah. The um, only thing that's vibrant right now in the White House is Melania's vibrator. Birthday. It's her birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, alive. Melania! Oh my God. Oh my God! That picture they shared about her birthday. Okay, we gotta hold that. We gotta hold off on that because there's all kinds of Twitter pics we gotta find for that. We'll do that. We'll do that during name calling. Melanie. Well, all Joe, you gotta do a photo. You gotta do a Photoshop of of Melanie sitting on the couch with nothing beside her. Uh, that that's all about you. You could probably go to town with that. Oh, let's so, see. But I'd have to put something beside her. Yeah, I know. Maybe Wilbur Ross with a can of soup or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we could think of something. Sure. Yeah. I, now I'm going to be. I'll be uh, Maybe that Twitter. could be a contest for everybody in the chat room. What should be sitting next to Melania on the couch? Uh, let I'm Joe know. Vibrator. Yeah. Oh boy. Maybe how about oh. could, could you could you uh, find? You could put a picture of poop. You a could pick, put a vibrator in the shape of an egg. Or, or, yeah, oh. That's already a thing. Or you could put a, a, a picture of... permanently installed inside her vagina. You could put a, a, put a picture of naked <laughs> Melania next to closed Melania. <laughs> I was going to say she so. got the, the switch hardwired to her, to her elbow. So she, no, every I'm time she crosses Melania. her arms, she can turn on her vibrator. <laughs> oh, God. Or just a big box of Botox. Box of Botox. <laughs> Box of box of dildos, box of Botox. Do you guys think it's unrealistic that she has a vibrator egg installed with Bluetooth? Mm, I don't know. A box of dildos. Uh, so with Bluetooth. Bluetooth egg. A Bluetooth vibrating egg. All right. Well, okay. okay so here we go. Well, uh, this is a long clip, and we have to play it now before it gets much later. We're, we'll we'll talk about Melania's birthday near birthday boners. See. There we go. Yes. 
So we'll we'll give her a birthday mushroom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A a boiled birthday mushroom for her. Served served below room temperature. Uh, (laughs) Covered in 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 orange Cheeto dust. Oh. Uh, is that a, is that a spicy meatball rain? Because I don't think you. Need, I, I don't think you. I don't. I don't think you really mean that. But I'll I'll, I'll play it for you. It's actually it's more like. Or yeah. Yeah, it's more like that. And nobody ever said you ate it, Ralph. Yeah. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. You ate it, Ralph. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know why that. That was the wet splat. Uh, that was Melania fainting at the sight of it, maybe. She does her sneezing and the egg coming out. Oh! <laughs> oh, gosh! Oh, gosh! Oh, 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 oh Baron, you have a little... And you then have a little... birthed into the alien monster. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I gotta settle down. Andrew Napolitano shreds the idea of Trump being uh, Mr. Uh, Transparency and no obstruction. Long clip. This is from Fox News, folks. Judge Andy, Andrew Napolitano. I I don't like this guy, but I like what he has to say about Trump. Let me tell you. I mean, I think he was a royal dickbag when it came to Obama. Mm hmm. But with Trump, uh, he's on the money. Um, and, and he's, uh, welcome to my court. I'm out on the street. Look at my hairline. It's almost touching my eyebrows. Um, that sounded more like Larry King. I let him. No, sorry. That was my Trump yelling Trump. Here we go. Andrew Napolitano totally shredding the idea that Barr, uh, was Barr's opinion of, of the Mueller report and there being no obstruction. What is obstruction of justice? Late last week, when the Attorney General of the United States released a redacted version of the report of the special counsel Robert Mueller into Russian interference with the 2016 election, he made a number of conclusions. One is that the Russians did materially and substantially interfere. They probably did not affect the ultimate outcome, but they did interfere. They were physically here and they were digitally here. Two is that even though the Trump campaign had 127 documented communications with these Russians between July 2015, when the campaign started, and November 2016, when it ended, 127 communications, the government was unable to prove a conspiracy, an illegal agreement between the campaign and the Russians to interfere with the outcome of the election. The third conclusion that Mueller came to was a little bit more troublesome. That conclusion is that the President of the United States probably committed the crimes of obstruction of justice, but probably should not be charged for them. That's a head-scratcher. Is the President above the law? What do we do if the President commits a crime? Do we let him get away with it? The crime is not a difficult one to understand. Obstruction of justice, the statute making obstruction criminal, prohibits interfering or attempting to interfere with a criminal prosecution or an investigation that the government's conducting. 
So if I'm about to go into a courthouse and testify against my neighbor, and the neighbor's kid comes and tackles me to prevent me from getting in the courthouse, and I eventually pick myself up and get in and give the testimony, the neighbor's kid can be charged with obstruction because he attempted to interfere with the work of a jury that was waiting to hear my testimony. So when Bob Mueller said the President of the United States did about a dozen things to slow down, impede, negate, or interfere with the investigation of his campaign or of his former National Security Advisor, General Michael Flynn, that's a serious allegation of criminal activity. So when the President asked his former advisor and my former colleague at Fox, K.T. McFarland, to write an untruthful letter to the file knowing the government would subpoena it, that's obstruction of justice. When the president asked Corey Lewandowski, his former campaign manager, to get Mueller fired, that's obstruction of justice. When the president asked his then White House counsel to get Mueller fired and then lie about it, that's obstruction of justice. When he asked Don McGahn to go back to the special counsel and change his testimony, that's obstruction of justice. When he dangled a pardon in front of Michael Cohen in order to keep Cohen from testifying against him, that's obstruction of justice. Why not charge him? Because the Attorney General of the United States would have blocked such a charge. Because the Attorney General of the United States is of the view that obstruction of justice can only occur if you're interfering with a criminal investigation of yourself. But that's not what the obstruction statute says. And that's not what law enforcement believes and that's not what prosecutors do. Prosecutors prosecute people who interfere with government functions. And that's what the president did by obstruction. Where is this going to end? We don't know. But I'm disappointed in the behavior of the president. His job is to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States to uphold and to enforce federal law, not to violate it. If he had ordered his aides to violate federal law, to save a human life, or to preserve human freedom, he would at least have a moral defense to his behavior. But ordering them to break federal law to save him from the consequences of his own behavior, that is immoral, that is criminal, that is defenseless, and that is condemnable. Wow. That was Fox News. I, I, gotta, I have to ask, where was that recorded? It sounded like he was at the shopping mall or something. He was out on the, he was out on the streets of New York. Yeah, he was on a street. Oh, uh, okay. That's just a yeah, right. b- bunch of background noise. Yeah, right outside the, the Fox studio. He, he looked like he was leaning on some bushes. Well, that's his shtick. He's like, welcome to my court. I'm outside. Get it? Because I'm a people's That's a people's court. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a court guy. I'm not Judge Wapner, but, you know, it's a people's court. I, I think that the biggest point that he made, uh, all the points he made were important. But mm-hmm. The biggest point that he made, and something that I think we all, I think we all forget, is that the president of the United States is not upholding his oath of office. Yeah, absolutely. That that that's very important to remember. And all, uh, I mean that that seems to be every day, you know. Yeah. yeah, but Napolitano said it there, and I think it got lost. And all the things that, you know, are in the Mueller report, all of the obstruction of justice and all this stuff. He, he's not protecting us. Mm-mm. Not in the least. And I, I got to get a copy of the Mueller report. I haven't read it. I'm going to amend it. 
I haven't re- I haven't had time. So yeah, I mean it's a, uh, you know, uh, but but yeah, I I think that that was so important because you know, there are a lot of people, a lot of non-liberal people, non a lot of non you know. Um, Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of non-liberal people, a lot of, you know, people who consider themselves to be conservatives who are like, this is obstruction of justice. And, you know, the whole collusion thing. Oh, well, you know, the campaign only talked to Russia like 137 times or however many times it was. Yeah, it wasn't like that. 37 billion. I mean, it was a lot. It was it was like, wasn't it like really like 128 or something like that? So it was it, they was a, a lot. One is too much. Yeah. Just to bring it down to something simple, one time is too much. If if they talk to if or if Russia reached out to them once, once was enough for them. Yeah. Had they had scruples to go to the FBI and say, "Hey, Russia reached out to us." Yeah. yeah. This doesn't seem good. Yeah, and we're going to have to go to the break, but Joe, go ahead. Give us your thoughts. Oh, I was having a thought about Melania on the couch. Oh, I just posted like seven or eight <laughs> pictures of Melania on the couch. I, just so we can rule out what you can't do, Joe. I put all of the ones. The last one is a little subtle, but the the the, the last one I posted is a little subtle. But I, I think most guys out there who are familiar with the more uh, mainstream porn sites would understand. <laughs> so, uh, what, what? Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you're going to have to explain, sir. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what a mainstream porn site is. Brazzers is one that's kind of a a big one. and Well, there, you can start with that one. Yeah, well. <laughs> oh, is this is this one you just made? Oh, is this a mushroom? Oh, uh, wow. That is a mushroom, isn't it? So, well, it's, it's way too big, but, you it's, know. It's a, oh, my God. <laughs> it's right. a hybrid. Happy birthday. I'm not, if, if you don't, if basically Brazzers is kind of like, we find, you know, they, they go find a, Hey, a lady on the street and they're like, Hey, do you want to go make a video? Um, and it's staged, it's set up, it's made to look like, you know, a a bunch of horny guys just find a girl and are are like, Hey, do you want to go have sexy time? And then they go have sexy time. So that's why the Brazzers thing is kind of funny. <laughs> it's wrong. I know. So, and I shouldn't know this. And look at me ed- educating people on what Brazzers is. I barely know what <laughs> well, it is. How how would we know if we didn't have? Well, there's two kinds of people. <laughs> there's people that are Alex Jones who watch porn, and people who aren't aren't Alex Jones who watch porn. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> uh, so I guess we're gonna have to play that clip before we get a go to uh, break. Um, here we go. Uh, there. There's two types of people: people that look at porn and people that lie about it. But I wasn't looking at porn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is just like perfect. Epic. Epic. I know. wrapped up in a nice Epic. little bow. And- uh-huh. so, anyway. <laughs> anyway, there you go. Uh, but yeah, go scroll back and look at all the pictures I posted. I posted like seven or eight pictures. So 
uh, enjoy. But we're going to go to the break. Green News Report coming up. I'm going to go make my, my honey some tea. And hopefully I don't have to explain more about browsers. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Yeah, you're going to have to explain it. Oh, yeah. Thursday, to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig. It gave the Americans more motivation to see what we can do with our country. IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide. Okay. It's Thursday, April 25, 2019. Once it's made landfall, it's going to be dumping torrential rain over the same areas of northern Mozambique day after day after day. Mozambique, already facing a humanitarian crisis, braces for its second powerful cyclone in one month. Loss of Arctic permafrost could cost the global economy trillions. More than a thousand arrested as massive climate protests end in London. Plus, we're going to make L.A. the green jobs capital of America. Los Angeles moves ahead with its own Green New Deal to combat climate change. All of those Green New Deals and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Basically what the proposal wants to do is send airplanes into the stratosphere, spraying it with aerosols like you're adding extra clouds to block more of that sunlight. So your solution to save the planet is to spray more into the atmosphere. <laughs> What's the point of saving Earth if the whole thing looks like New Jersey? <laughs> An Gratuitous New Jersey slam. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, uh, this looks very, very bad in Mozambique, uh, coming on the heels of this last cyclone. That is correct. In Africa, Mozambique, one of the poorest nations in the world, is still reeling from powerful cyclone E-Day that killed, as officials say, nearly a thousand people back in March. They're now bracing for a second major hurricane, forecast to make landfall as a Category 4. Cyclone Kenneth is forecast to stall, dumping as much as three feet of rain, one meteorologist compared it to Houston getting hit with a Category 3 hurricane just weeks after Hurricane Harvey. Three feet of rain. Potentially. Wow. In Quebec, Canada, nearly 3,000 homes are flooded due to a quick warm-up in temperatures and heavy rains that caused rapid snowmelt. The province's premier is now proposing buyouts for homeowners in flood-prone areas after repeated flooding disasters. The nation of Vietnam this week set a new all-time high national temperature record, 110 degrees Fahrenheit, and it's only April. Most places in Vietnam don't see their hottest temperatures until July. In Greenland, a new study out this week warns that melting of the Greenland ice sheet has accelerated over the last 30 years, and it's now melting six times faster than it was in the 1980s. That's, of course, due to man-made global warming of the atmosphere and the oceans. The researchers said the results hold troubling implications for the rate of sea level rise, especially when combined with potential ice loss from Antarctica. It's almost as if everything you have warned about on the Green News Report over the last 10 years has been been exactly true. And it's not just me, it's pretty much every scientist in the world. Well, don't tell the Trump administration or any of the Republicans. A different new study conducted by a mix of scientists and economists projects that melting permafrost in the Arctic alone could ultimately cost the global economy 70 trillion dollars in losses. 70 trillion. 
Correct. That's because thawing Arctic permafrost releases greenhouse gases, which in turn triggers more warming, which in turn releases more gases, potentially tripping the system into a feedback loop that intensifies over time with cascading global consequences from rising seas to extreme weather disasters. The study warns policymakers that the cost of cutting emissions is far less than the cost of the impacts of man-made global warming. Why don't you ever do nice stories about, you know... Uh, lawn care and uh, planting flowers in the garden. In London, the group Extinction Rebellion on Wednesday said they were voluntarily ending their massive nine-day-long direct action protest and civil disobedience that brought parts of the city to a standstill and saw more than a thousand people arrested. The group's leaders claimed success, saying in a statement, quote, around the planet, a long-awaited and much-needed conversation has begun. And not a moment too soon. They certainly captured British law Makers attention. Good. Swedish teen climate activist Greta Thunberg was in London to participate in the protests, and she was invited to speak to members of parliament. In a quiet but blistering speech, Thunberg pushed adults to wake up and faulted them for failing to take swift action. Now we probably don't even have a future anymore because that future was sold so that a small number of people could make unimaginable amounts of money. Finally, Los Angeles is moving to create its own Green New Deal. L.A.'s Democratic Mayor Eric Garcetti outlined an ambitious set of proposals to prepare the nation's second largest city for climate change impact, transition away from fossil fuels, retrofit buildings, and clean up pollution, all with an eye to social justice. Our Green New Deal supports everyone. That means putting those most impacted by this crisis at the front of the line for solar power, new trees, and cool pavement. There is no question this is the fight of our lives, and we're ready for it. You know, just the past week alone in New York City and Los Angeles, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's Green New Deal is already seeing effects around this nation. Change happens slowly until it happens quickly. For much more on all of these stories, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. I'm so young. I can't believe it. I'm the youngest person. I am a young, vibrant man. I don't like mosquitoes. <laughs> what <laughs> okay young vibrant men usually don't like mosquitoes welcome back to the uh program everybody uh the weekend edition of turn up the night with kenny pick and of course joining me as always on the show mr joe santors of scranton pennsylvania the electric city oh wait a minute wait a minute what what's that uh here let's see oh are you gonna- there you go 
Oh, okay. Oh, you you've got a new uh, new Photoshop for a new, us. A new photo. Oh, <laughs> a kickboxing Hillary Clinton. <laughs> so, I like it. I, I I do. I dig that. That's very good. I, I know. So, uh, the sh- the foot should have been in front though. Maybe. <laughs> I, I cut it off. <laughs> and uh, well, thank you, Joe. Joe Santos, of course, the uh, the uh, owner operator, clown car garage, and uh, Photoshop whiz kid. Um, thank you for that. And uh, we'll uh, it, you keep going, and we'll we'll pick out the the, the uh, our favorite one for uh, the show image tonight. Um, and uh, of course, uh, Bobber der Braumeister, uh, the from the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble of Four Freedoms blog. Of course, we like to say, "Hello, Bob." Welcome back, sir. Thank you. And uh, of course, when your when your beard gets out of control, we say, "Hello, Wildcats." Yeah. So. <laughs> And last but not least, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, uh, Washington, D.C. The Beltway Bureau. The Swamp. Are you ready to uh, be Everyone's Girl Friday and uh, do some name calling? I'm ready to be Everybody's Girl Friday. Yes. All right. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from FourFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. Uh, All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There we go. Oh. The biscuits. biscuits. Oh man, I would like some hot buttery biscuits, biscuits with gravy. But the made from scratch fried bologna and Velveeta biscuit. New at Hardee's. Biscuit. Delicious. <laughs> but it's business at hand. We have Barbara DC. We have Francie. We have Heather. We have Janet. Welcome back, Janet. Um we have Kenny Pick. Hi. Hi, Ken. Hi. Uh we have Ken Sr. Hi, Dad. We have Living on Long Island. We have got Marnus. Hey. Who is not in my basement anymore. Hmm. No, you don't have a basement. Okay, let's go with that, Joe. And I love the fact that you said this, because I actually have a drop for it. You said... And now, to the business at hand. There you go. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to the biscuits at hand. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We got Meow Goodness, we got Michelle in South Florida, we got Miles, we got Moon Mayor, President, myself, Sandy and Durwood, Tim Cormel, and Trojan Rabbit. I think we had Bellu in the chat Bailua. earlier. Bailua. Bailua. I always get that wrong. It's okay. It's only uh, been about 10 years. Theo was here, but he and uh, Leah ran off to see Avengers Endgame. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh. Oh. There give us any spoilers i i don't know if i've missed any of anybody else i hope i haven't well fortunately the movie's three hours long so he won't be back in time to give us any spoilers (laughs) so (laughs) yeah you know what i actually saw i think i don't know if it was vox i don't know what the outlet was was Uh like if you're gonna go watch avengers here's when you go get your pee break Uh, uh, yeah 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 i'm not going to drink anything uh before i go in there so that never works. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. So okay. I can hold it in a movie. 
I can. I'll just eat a bunch of popcorn and I'll come out and my white my lips will be all white and salty looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> my lips are so dry. I need some Campbell soup. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we got everybody in the chat room. We got all the biscuits. I hope so. Biscuit. Yeah. So. Uh, those renditions, by the way. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. And yeah, I'm no. with, I'm with Janet. <laughs> I've got a couple of friends who saw Avengers. Mm-hmm. They went in and they came out crying. Re- oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! My goodness! And now, and now, to the business at hand. Joe's eating popcorn. I can hear it. No, I am not. Oh, that's <laughs> me. Oh! <laughs> I, uh, damn it, Bobber! You you oh, made me accuse Bob. Joe of a, you made me accuse Joe of a crime he didn't commit. What much like I did. I did not make you do anything. You did. You made me. You made me. Oh, you're right. I, I need to blame myself. Blame yourself. You, so. Wait. They're, they're, no, they're I want to know what Bob is eating. He's eating chips. Oh. Nice. What kind of potato chips are you eating, Bob? Are you eating the oh. Gentle Lover Lay's sour cream and onion? <laughs> I'm eating Utz Wavy Originals Ooh. with hell of a good onion dip. Ooh. Oh, oh. now. There you go. Hell of a good. I do like hell of a good onion dip. Although, man, I've, I I should have made you guys when you were here. I made uh, uh, I, I make a killer French onion uh, chip dip. Mm, oh. So good. Oh, well, I use shallots in it, like sautéed shallots and and onions. Are you? Kidding? Are you? Yeah. Come on. I'm not kidding. It's good. You sautéed shallots in your French onion dip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Let them cool down. It. Now I'm going to die. It's so good. So good. And I use like every kind of onion I can. And I use the onion powder. I use the, the sauteed uh, onions. I use uh, um, G. Washington G. Washington vegan brown broth uh, or vegetarian brown broth uh, uh, flavoring. So it's not a beef flavoring, but it tastes just as good if you use beef flavoring. It's so good. But... Wow. um. We have to do you, go back. Do you, do you use leeks? Um, uh, no, 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 I don't. No, I'm not. I, okay, I exaggerated. No, leeks I, are just I, a bridge too far, Bob. I exaggerated a little <laughs> bit. No, I like to use. I like to use like three kinds of onions. I like to use fresh uh, Vidalia sautéed shallots and onion powder. That's what I use. Oh, okay. So, all right, and it's, we it's have very to good. go back. Well, I, I'll tell you what. I'll bring the fixins to make that for your party in June. How about that? Oh yes. So I yes. just need a I just yes. need a bowl. It's easy. Might have to borrow some dry spices, but we'll be good. Um, got them. Yeah, I'm sure you do. You I just ordered. You need. I just ordered a bunch of dry spices from a new company that I'm excited about. Uh, I love that, Bob. We got so. what you need. <laughs> got your back. Uh, Moonmare says I made an onion dip the other day and it and was considering uh, whether to break out the chips. You, 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 you considering Why? what? Why else would you make one, Moonmare? <laughs> what? Without chips, I'm confused. Uh huh. You know there was this place called the Town. You sit there in your living room and. There was a short-lived restaurant, one of the best short-lived comfort food restaurants in Cleveland, called the Town Fryer. 
and they had the most delicious uh all white meat chicken tenders and they served oh. it with homemade um french onion dip and oh. they went out of business oh. after i ate there once and i i was like I, I I I was so upset. I was so upset. I was like Darth Vader. No! <laughs> it was. It was terrible. Uh, but uh, very upset. Yeah, it was very upsetting. So anyway, um, uh, let us know about birthdays. What we <laughs> we have one birthday tonight uh, <laughs> that we will uh, talk about in mockery, of course. Please check out those pictures I posted. If anybody wants me to repost the pictures, I will. Uh, but I yeah, put a new one in there for you. Oh, did you? Oh, wow! Must have blown past. Let me. Uh, let yeah, me see. Oh, oh, there! I see it. I see it. Um, yeah. Oh God! Oh my God! That one—that's the show image. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I think I have a better one. I'm working oh. on a better one. It's just going to okay. take me longer. Oh, so I, Joe put. You, you it, might like this one, but wait, for, I'm going to surprise you. For our I, listeners, I have, I have, uh, the, the picture of uh, Ivanka sitting on his lap, and then put Milani's head in there, or face in there. Oh! Oh! Wow! Oh. Well, all right. So, so what? What Joe posted in the chat for our podcast listeners. This is why you need to listen to the show live. Uh, Joe posted a picture of uh, the the bir- happy birthday Ivanka picture, and we we should have set it up. The White House oh, good tweeted God. tweeted out a picture of Ivanka sitting on this couch. Well, everybody's paying attention to the action going on around her. And it's like Ivanka and then a whole bunch of reporters and, and camera people and microphone operators, like trying to get, you know, whatever Trump uh, fat Donnie's talking about. And she's sitting there like, uh, well, like this kind of, uh, Hello, darkness, my old friend. all by herself on the couch. Even Jim Acosta's behind her in that picture. Why would they tweet at a picture with Jim Acosta <laughs> in the picture? <laughs> I mean, they, they hate Jim Acosta. Right. Uh, but oh, happy you know. birthday, Melania! So fucking bothersome to me. Happy really birthday! The What's fact that? that this came from the White House. Yeah, I it came from this picture, the the original picture, and I feel like are you just saying fuck you, Melania? I really don't care. Do you? uh but you know i had a thought that was maybe a picture of melania and then on the couch beside her was a whole bunch of presents and they were stealth technology presents so they were invisible (laughs) they're made right this original picture is so they're made in china you remember when when trump said uh stealth technology was invisible Um, I, d- you I gotta be honest. I don't. Uh, count and ra- count, trying to count, hose. like Bobber said, the fire hose, you know, because uh, I think uh, that Bobber was the first person I ever heard say that. It's like getting sprayed in the fi- face with a fire hose and trying to count the water droplets. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, he was. He so. <laughs> the fire um, hose and the water drops. Did you? Hello, Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello, Bob. Uh, hello. hello oh wait, wrong. Hello. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hello, Wildcats. Well, you know, no, no, not that one. What? Uh, <laughs> what? Wait, oh, no. hello, Bob. 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 
Well, if you're really saying that to him in your quiet time together, if you're if you're if you're doing that voice to him, that that is hello darkness, my old friend right there. Um, um, Bob, 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 Bob. Uh, But anyway, all right. So uh, there's uh, any other birthdays? Did you guys see anybody else or no? No, I didn't. Anyway. I didn't. All right, well, we'll we'll give a birthday banner to Melania and and call it good. But uh, please, if somebody well, wants to call in for open phones, three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six, and I'll get the name of the new spice company. Well, it's not. It's it's like an old spice company, but it's cheaper than Penzi. It's it's not like high end spices, but they had some interesting blends I wanted to try. So. I'll find that out for you here in a second. And they're, they're really cheap. I mean, I'm talking like two fifty a bottle. Um, but uh, anyway, um, yeah. So uh, here you go, Melania Trump. This is better than anything Trump got. Gotcha. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Oh no, I'm sorry. This one. Uh, this is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey. Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! And I actually have uh, a reason why he didn't buy uh, Melania a present, too. They were kind of a a boy talk, and uh, he was lead on, like, uh, egg on. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yes. Indeed done. Uh huh. <laughs> anyway, the Happy the birthday Melania Trump. I hope your birthday is the be best ever. Oh, that's so adorable. Um, no, I meant that. Oh, I meant that kind of. I could tell you meant that. You meant it like, like. I, I like meant it like I meant. No, I'm not even going to... Happy birthday, Melania Trump. (laughs) Well, hey, Heather's on the phone with us right now. Let's not talk about Melania Trump's birthday anymore. Unless Heather wants to. (laughs) Hi, Heather. Hi. Hi, Heather. Hey, Heather. Well, we've lived through another week of this man. We did. It's one less week we have of him in the future. Oh my god! <laughs> um, Whatever Heather oh says, that god. I think, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we we need to do something. Something oh. needs to be done. Um, I did see that um, Jerry Conley. I think that's Jerry who it is. Nadler. <laughs> And no, no. There's another there's somebody Conley. Conley from Virginia? I don't know. Okay. But Sorry. he came up with a list of things that they could do. And somebody has said that he's also threatening them if they don't show up with their subpoenas with jail time. Mm. So somebody's trying to yeah, that's do not something. Her. Hang on, no, it was somebody else. 
somebody was saying it was somebody else. But either way, at least somebody's doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, I, I'm glad that somebody's finally doing something. Um, and there was an interview with a lady. I think it was done by Rachel. It may have been, may not have been. But um, she was saying that they were seriously thinking about um, fines and jail time. So, you know, I... McGann, from what I understand, is a private citizen, so he might not have to obey Donnie at all. Yeah, he is a private citizen. I told him he could do it! Sorry. (laughs) There's no reason that he can't come before Congress at all. None. I told him! Okay, he can can go ahead and come before Congress. Um, And not only that, but um, I was listening to... Stephanie interviewed Lanny Davis this morning, mm. and supposedly Lanny and Don McGann mm-hmm. are friends. I heard that too. Wow! And, and guess what? You're not going to believe it. McGann's a Notre Dame graduate. <laughs> oh, my, my dad would be happy about that, but you know. Oh, uh, yuck! Yuck! <laughs> yeah, yeah, my dad would be happy about that. Well, I have, I have a, conf- I have a confession uh, that uh, I didn't want to say, but his mother is from Scranton. Who? Oh, again, again. I wanted to say she's from from the her, her maiden name's Rogan. Mm-hmm. Oh well, and, that. Yeah, she's from a from a uh, small town. Uh, right, uh, right outside of Scranton, called Archbald. Archbald, and um, remember, I told you about the Archbald pothole. It's a bald arch. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, that's that's Lord. Don McGann's mother is from Archbald. Is her Archbald? Yes, no, no. I mean, I mean, <laughs> she married some, she married some McGann guy, and they live in New Jersey. But that's beside the point. Are you kidding? Her arch yes. is a bald. It's a thicket. Sorry, go ahead. Archie Ball. So there he was. Uh, there she Chris. is. Uh, he's from. Uh, he has some roots in Scranton. But the Rogan family are notoriously Democrats. I don't get it. Hmm. Well, yeah. I, I'm glad. Heather, I'm glad you brought up the uh, the idea that Lanny Davis has been talking to Don McGann. That's kind of important because I heard that. I heard that interview too, and uh, Lanny Davis kind of went a little bit of a dance about and said, yeah, me and Tom again, we've been talking. Yeah. While, so he that, was in, while he was in the White House. That could be good. It could yeah. Be. I thought so. Real good. Could be. Yeah, well, um, I thought so too. Well, Heather, we, we just I, have a couple minutes left, but Heather, I, I, want, I want to dedicate that last couple minutes to you, so talk about what you want to talk about. But other than that, I couldn't think of anything. But when um, Lanny was saying that he had talked to him, and while he was on Stephanie, that proves that he has talked to him. So, good. Mm -hmm. Mm. So maybe, maybe, maybe. (sighs) But they are trying to do some things. It It may not seem like it, but... They're trying, so I'll at least give them some credit. Yeah. 
So oh, I will hey, talk to you guys soon. Well, well, hold on, Heather. While you're on the line, I just want to let everybody know I found this spice company that I did the order from. I don't know if you're much of a cook or anything, but um, because uh, we, we have some news from from the chat on this, I went to uh, Fiesta. It's FiestaSpices.com, and they make a lot of different uh, like Tex-Mex kind of seasoning. Um, ah. for all kinds of different stuff, a bunch of different seasoning salts. Bobber, they have beer salt over there. I don't know what that's all about. The fancy oh, no. beer salt. Um, that sounds suspicious to me. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, but they have a bunch of other really fun sounding stuff, like different, like you know, fajita seasoning stuff, like a bunch of different mixes. But they also have some straight up seasonings there too. Um, and because uh, I, I watch a few different uh, cooking YouTube channels and i saw this there so that's why i ordered it and i posted it and sandy and derwood put um you can get the spices kenny mentioned at shoppers food warehouse but go quickly as they're closing all their stores so i don't i don't have that in my area but uh i posted the link uh for for this if you can't if you don't have that in your area and it's um fiestaspices.com fiestaspices.com uh, Bolner's Fiesta is, is what it is. And they have a bunch of different chili powders, which is kind of fun. And they have weird things like smoky swine seasoning, sweet tooth topping, uh, uh, fajita seasoning, hamburger deluxe, steak seasoning. You know, just all kinds of weird. Uh, look at all their products because it's not just like that. You know, they have stuff for the uh, the drop down. It, not a sponsor, by the way. <laughs> uh, but... But yeah, they, they have a bunch of different uh, interesting stuff. MSG-free blends, if you're worried about MSG, salt-free products. So anyway, yeah, FiestaSpices.com. That was what I where I found it. And again, you can if you order $50 or more, you get free shipping. Again, not a sponsor. So yeah, we, the, the stuff that we go through a lot of, like, mm -hmm. like garlic powder and stuff like that, we uh we we get at the uh, Latin market. Even they have those those huge, oh, yeah, yeah. like like restaurant size bottles, and we just oh oh I don't get those at all. I I I don't have enough cabinet space for those. <laughs> um, the but uh, seasoning sounds good. Isn't that fun? Yeah. So check it out. FiestaSpices.com. Not a sponsor, but they might be. We'll find out what their politics are. <laughs> But anyway, Heather, Heather, we always love you calling in. Fiesta Spices, not a sponsor. All right. But yeah, Talk but we'll we'll, we'll whore out to them if we need to. But yeah, Heather, well, we love you. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Yeah, big Bye -bye. hugs, Heather. All right. You too. Big hug, Heather. Bye. Bye. All right. So, uh, okay, so there you go. FiestaSpices.com. Not a sponsor, but maybe down the road. God. No. Maybe. We don't, not like, we're ever going to get a fucking sponsor on this show. Do you remember not how. That would be the most awesome sponsor ever. It kind of would be. Even if their spices sucked, it would be cool. So, uh, well, I'll tell you, I have a bit, I have a, sponsorship. I have a, I have a big order coming in from them, uh, that next week. So I'll tell you what, I'll do a spice taste test from them on the show. Um, next week, I'll just pour like a tablespoon in my mouth and let you know what I think. That should work out well. <laughs> it's not so good. That's wrong there. Let's use a tablespoon. <laughs> oh, fajita. Yeah, I, I use the fajita spice a lot. We get that at the at the, at the Mexican aisle too, and it's uh, 
whenever I have, rain makes fun of me, but you know, if we have some little bit of leftover meat, you know, I'll just chop it up, throw it in the frying pan with some fajita spice, and then okay. uh, make a quesadilla out of it. So do you do you use that brand? Yeah. Do you use that brand? No, bo- it's not no? that brand. It's it's okay. uh, I forgot what brands we those big bottles. Are. No, it's it. I don't know the brand. It's a brand that that's pretty. And Sandy can <laughs> back me up. On this. Sandy just said yuck, it. Kenny, about me taking a whole tablespoon. But we do have to go to the break though. Uh, but uh, okay. but but she said that there's less than fifty shoppers food warehouses in Pennsylvania, Maryland, DC, and Virginia. So apparently they're in your area, there, guys. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, they're closing down. Well, I don't know if they're closing down or not. There's a news article that says that's that. What- that, that- they may not be so oh wow Ooh. to be continued wow. we'll find out let's go ahead and run to the break right now uh because we're uh we're we're in super overtime uh but uh we'll have fun when we come back no matter what oh, we'll yes. have mad libs and at the end of the back night. we'll have yeah. a new picture Ooh, yay we'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this friends here's some exciting news everybody i know you can believe in yourself if you believe in yourself you will know how to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> and now, on with the show. This is a can of Campbell's soup. This in the can of Campbell's soup. Well, I just bought this can today at a 7-Eleven down here. The can Focus of Campbell's soup. Focus maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um... Some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going. Keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide. Looking for my Mad Libs book. That's why my head, I keep looking away. And, uh, anyway, um, welcome back to the program. Uh, Bobber der Braumeister for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello, sir. Happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday to you, my friend. Um, uh, what's what's feeling, the brew? Feeling spicy this Friday, huh? Yeah, a little spicy. Uh, <laughs> are, are you, uh, uh, how's the uh, homebrew endeavor going Or now that you're getting a little more settled in? What's up? Um, it's, it's going all right. We had some friends over, um, a couple weeks ago and, uh, we brewed up a big 10 gallon batch and split it, which is fun. Oh, so nice. You know, we gave, we hang around and, you know, have a good time and then brew some beer. 
Okay, so uh, tell me how that works. If I were to be there, um, well, hold on one second. Let, let me bring everybody back in. Uh, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to Hi. you as well, my friend. Hi. Hi. Hi there. Joe. Hi there. And Joe Sand. for the 10 gallon batch. <laughs> Is that a 10 gallon batch or are you just happy to see me? Uh, <laughs> so, and uh, thank you, Lily Von Stupp. And, uh, of course, Joe Sand Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Welcome back to you as well, my friend. Okay, here's Melania in honor of uh, Biden Uh-oh. announcement. No, Uh-oh. No. <laughs> there you go. God damn it! I, I gotta make it bigger. <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> okay. Oh. That is a thing. That is a. That is a. And I that's, know this is up to your editorial discretion. Uh, um, <laughs> mm, I'm saving. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we go. Uh, I saved it as Melanie one. So. Uh, <laughs> wow, that is that is pretty solid, Joe. I like that. So. All right. Anyway, if, and for our podcasters, it is Melania Trump is sitting on the couch uh, with all the photographers around, and Joe uh, <laughs> Joe Biden is leaning in from behind, giving her a nice little smooch on the cheek. So, wow! Oh, the back of her head. Well, yeah. Uh, well, you know, I I just I saw it briefly. So anyway, welcome back, uh, everybody. And Bobber, I want to hear about this ten gallon batch thing. How does this work? So. You say you brew it and then you split it uh, amongst friends, brewing friends. So, so you, right. you brew it and then you well, tell us how that works. So, I mean, normally I brew five gallon batches uh, mm-hmm. because the, what we use to, uh, to ferment them in is either like a, a five gallon carboy, which is a, like a water bottle type thing. Mm-hmm. Like the old-fashioned water coolers, or you can, or what I normally use is they're essentially uh, like six and a half gallon food-grade plastic buckets with that have been you know set up specifically for fermenting beer. Yeah. Um, so that's what I typically use, and so they bring one from home, and uh, we brew ten instead of five, and we we just run it off so that we each get like half of half of what came comes out of the brew kettle. And uh, pitch yeast in both of them, and then they take it home, and then they ferment at home, and we ferment here, and they'll they'll be bottling their beer, um, you know. Okay, so you soon. just do the initial brew, and then split it up in the the containers uh, in which they would ferment. Yes. Now, is there any is there any issue with like if you were to put, um, freshly brewed beer, well before it's beer into one of those containers and you you get it ready for travel is there any issue with that um w- that won't disturb um no actually the ag- agitation is good for it when it's uh when it's you know first you know during the initial phases okay it's interesting vibration yeah it keeps uh, it keeps the yeast in suspension so that it'll you know I mean, the yeast will, will naturally keep itself in suspension just by the, in the process, you know, because it farts CO two, which kind of propels it around throughout the beer. Wait, did you say farts? I thought he yeah. said farts. I thought he said farts. 
Yeah, so yeah that's that awesome. Eats, eats sugar and, and farts CO2 and, and, <laughs> and pisses and alcohol. I mean, that's what it does. So, that's I love that. <laughs> I mean, because before you pitch the yeast, what you have is this malty, malty and hoppy flavored sugar water. Mm-hmm. And then the yeast converts the sugar to uh, alcohol. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting uh, uh, when it starts off. It could be. I yeah. know. I think it smells good. Well, no, I'm saying if you were to taste it, it would it would taste pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it tastes. It, yeah, it doesn't taste like anything you'd want to drink. No. So uh, what? What? Uh, tell us what kind of batch you made for this. Uh, we made uh, Kolsch, which is uh, the sort of the the typical beer out of Cologne, Germany. It's it's tip it's actually an ale but it's a brewed to look and smell and taste like a lager like a german lager okay okay i like it and, i like it and hopefully i will have that on tap uh, for the party i'm uh, uh hopefully so what were you gonna uh, joe were you gonna say something no oh i'm just sounds good i might even have a beer <laughs> and I never have a beer. <laughs> are you, well, in, are you still leaving it in your back pocket to see if maybe you can come down uh, to Rain and Bob's in June? That is always in my back pocket. Oh, right. It's in my front pocket. I'd love to. All right. I would. Look at that. Look at that. You heard it here first, folks. So, uh, hey, go to our, go to our <clears throat> Facebook party page. And I know where that is. I love it. I know where it is. Okay. And well, it's not just you, Joe. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Not just Jeez. you. Not ju- no, Jeez. she's not talking about just about you. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> so, where's my slap Jeez uh, clip? I can't watch, find it. Watch what I do. I just so. Wrist. <laughs> uh, well, I got that. Okay. Yeah. Now watch this. I'm just gonna break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist. Walk away. Jeez. Jeez. Because. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, uh or i could play this um Jeez. that was a personal bitch slap so, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that was rush limbaugh saying that um but uh all right so I'm, I'm still uh writing down adjectives here uh rain would you be so kind? Uh, did you did you happen to read the article about the ruling the the in Kansas City? Um, not Kansas, but actually Kansas, the Supreme no, Court. I didn't. You didn't, Joe? Did you read? Terrible, terrible. No, it's okay. Problems. It's okay. Did you read that, Joe? Uh, well, I did. That, but, what happened yeah. in Kansas today? Do you want to do you yes. want to give it a nutshell? What happened in Kansas? Well, what what happened is Joe, did that, you read it? Yeah, could I finish? I, I'm, photosho- I'm photoshopping here while I'm. Joe's photoshopping. Let me yes, finish. Nine judges. Nine. Nine 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 nine, nine judges. Uh, uh, ruled that uh, that women have a right to an abortion in Kansas. Well, that's nice. What's more than nice? It's it's huge in Kansas. It is in Kansas. We're talking Kansas here. We're not talking like New York City. New York Kansas. City. 
Sorry. New York City. Yeah. I believe the vote was eight, eight to one or something. It was ridiculously overwhelming. So in yeah, that so their Supreme Court, Kansas just kind of ruled against the Trump administration. Well, no, no, they just kind of ruled, you know, for women's rights, which are humans' rights. Right. But go ahead. I. Please go ahead. Well, I I, you, but you're you're right. You're right there, Rain. We've been fighting this shit forever. But you are correct, Rain, in saying that they're they're ruling in favor of women's rights and human rights, human which is rights. the antithesis of the, what the Trump administration stands for. And the, yeah, the Trump administration is trying to. Well, actually, I don't know if it's even the Trump administration so much as. Uh, McConnell trying to stack the courts with conservative judges. Mm -hmm. and this, well, is a, this is a sort of ruling that they're trying to uh, prevent from happening. Right. But what's yeah. what's interesting about it is that that it it's the kind it's a states' rights thing, you know, which really is their mantra. You know, like everything mm -hmm. with them is states' rights, states' rights, and here's states' rights, you know, bites you in the ass. Well, uh, also known as uh, you know hypocrisy from their part. Right, right. No, so, so get out of town. An example where 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 it, their own argument argues against them because this was in Kansas, mm -hmm. Kansas, Kansas. Okay. Yeah, you're not in Kansas anymore. Hmm. Yes, this is in Kansas. So. A significant step ahead for uh, for women's rights, I would in say. In Kansas. In Kansas, of <laughs> all places. Kansas. It, the, only, the only one that would surprise me more is if it was in Utah. Uh, oh, that's a good point. You know, but uh, Kansas, it's like, like Iowa, like, uh, you know, <laughs> Alabama. It's bonkers. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I really have to go back and read the article because I. Hmm. Well, let's see. Is it based on states' rights? No, no, no. That wasn't the basis. They. I'm, what I'm saying is, is that they, the Supreme Court is. They're always saying that the Supreme Court shouldn't shouldn't be ruling on uh, shouldn't be interfering with states' rights. And here, state by state, they're approving abortion, abortion rights. And, and I'm sorry, and it was six to seven Supreme Court justices. Um, it argues against their own their own argument. They're always saying when it comes to voting rights and everything, we should leave it up to the states. When, mm -hmm. All the way back to slavery, we should leave it up to the states. That's why they claim that the Confederacy was all about states' rights and not slavery. No, it was oh, about yeah. slavery. You know, and and, you know and, and here here it, what what they're saying is is that here a state court, uh, the Kansas Supreme Court, six of seven judges, agreed to to uh, protect women's rights to an abortion, and how how could they attack it? Because here's a state asserting its rights. Yeah. I have to go back. I really do have to go and read the article because I would like to know how many women were on the court. 
Uh, how many women are on the court is not in the article, but yeah, that that would it be a, a wiki search probably. And and the reason section one of the the Kansas City Bill of Rights affords protection of the right of personal <laughs> autonomy, which includes the ability to control one's own body, to assert bodily integrity, and to exercise self determination. This right allows a woman to make her own decision regarding her body, health, family formation, and family life. Decisions that can include that can include whether to continue a pregnancy. All right. So can we get an amen for Kentucky? Uh, uh no, Kansas. Uh <laughs> <laughs> We could do it for we could do it for Kentucky if you want. We, we could do one for Kentucky when they we could we could we could give an amen for Kentucky when they finally uh, uh, run Mitch McConnell out of, out of the state on a rail. Yes, yes, that's so, when they get theirs. Yeah. Let's give an amen to Kansas, and I'm so sorry. I, amen. Bob, amen. Amen. And Go let's ahead. give him a, a consolation prize. Let's give Kentucky a consolation prize, though. A uh, box of dildos. There you go. Uh, yeah. so. <laughs> the reason why I asked about. How, the gender on the court is because mm-hmm. I really feel like we need to elect more women on local slates. Period. Well, that's sure. a statewide slate. Uh, I know, I know it is, but <clears throat> you know, get people in, get women in locally, locally, and then moving, move it on up. You know what I'm saying? To the east side, yeah. <laughs> to a to a deluxe department. To a deluxe we department. We need more women in the sky. In state offices. Yeah. Let's see. Especially there are on the there are one two three four six, seven Supreme Court uh, members, and there are two women on the Kansas Supreme Court. Wow. Okay. Wow. Maria L. Luckert. And Carol A. Byer. So there you go. Okay. Wow. So there's so actually eight, but only seven are pictured here. But there's eight, but two are women: Carol Byer and Maria Luckert. Luckert. So to me, to me, you know what it sounds like happened to the Trump cult today? Jeez. That was a personal bitch slap. So. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There it is. I think so. That's a and personal bitch slap. From a me. related story. A related story. I'd like to to read to you right now, everyone. Is if this story doesn't shake evangelicals about the state of of you know our nation right now? Well, you know, if it's not America for evangelicals, what country is it? It's it's Israel, right? Well, oh. here's a here's a breaking story. From Israel, okay? This is breaking hot off the presses. A young man, the youngest man, told me this story today. He did. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this is a hot off the presses, brand new story. This will be shocking to, to many people. Evangelicals who love Israel, where Jesus walked the earth, and Jesus was like wagging his finger at people saying, don't you do abortions. Don't you do the gay stuff? Don't well, you do? Well, they wouldn't do anything. But they no, no, they, they wouldn't do that. Israel, the most holy place on the face of the earth. No. Breaking no, news wouldn't. story just came out today. 
Israeli government offers women aged 20 to 33 free abortions. From Michael Chabin over at um, the Washington Post. Here's the story. Jerusalem, a famously child-friendly country with a federally subsidized universal health care system that offers free fertility treatments, Israel has made it easier for economically distressed women to obtain an abortion. Um, The health basket of medical services and medications approved by Israel's cabinet Sunday includes free abortions for Israeli women ages, uh, I'm sorry, age 20 to 33, regardless of circumstances. The $4.6 million earmark, uh, uh, $4.6 million earmarked uh, by the uh, uh, Health Ministry Committee will cover some 6,300 abortions for women who cannot afford the procedure. That Almost. Be. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. This isn't breaking news. I'm sorry. This is from January 7th, 2014. This is over five years old. How come yeah. conservatives and evangelicals haven't said anything about this? How can this happen? Because hmm. hmm. they're willfully... In the, most, in the most holiest of holy places... The government, the Israeli government, Bibi Netanyahu's conservative, whatever the hell the name of his party is, his conservative government is paying for women to have abortions. They've been paying for women to have abortions for five years and over, uh, yeah, five years and four months, let's say. Five years and four months. Oh, sorry, little Jeff was running away there. <laughs> I, I thought I heard him. Hi, little Jeff. Hey, how's everybody doing? doing? What's this I hear about Israel? It's, I love Israel. How are you doing, Jeff? Well, I'm doing okay. I uh, I got a little bit of a chest cold the other day, but Kenny gave me some hot sauce, and that seemed to clear it up. Oh. Not much of a chest. <laughs> wow. Little Jeff. What'd you say, you little so-and-so? <laughs> nothing. I didn't say... Didn't, didn't yeah, say thought, nothing. That's what I thought. Didn't say nothing. That's what I thought. Jeff. What, what's that? Oh, what do you need, darling? What can I do for you, darling? I, I, anything you need. What's that? What? What? I, I said anything you need, darling. I'm here for you. Oh, Jeffy. How do you feel about Trump these days? Well, I like that. I, I, you know, I, I, I'm getting over it. I forgave him. I talked to the baby Jesus the other day, or at least a little plastic figurine that looked like the baby Jesus. He was about my size, and I talked to him, and I said, Hey, baby Jesus, what do you think about Trump? And he just kind of looked at me, and I, and I was like looking back yeah. at him. And I was looking back at him, and then I realized I was standing inside of a little nativity set that they were... Uh, uh, they put away in the in the crawl space down here. Yeah, did and, you read the Mueller report? Well, that's too big. I can't see it with my tiny little eyes. Oh. Yeah. yeah why don't you just lay it? You need just a lay in it, book? Jeffy. <laughs> if I laid in it, you'd probably close it on me, you so-and-so. <laughs> Use you like a bookmark is what I'd do. <laughs> you'd press me like a dried flower in that thing, wouldn't you? 
It's squashy like a bug. That's it. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Squashy like a bug. All right. I fell out of character there for a second. Anyway, whatever. Off topic. Uh, but no, yeah, Israel uh, for the last five plus years, uh, well, you know, five years and four months, has been providing government funded abortions to their citizens. I don't yeah. think that's a bad thing at all. I don't think that's bad at all. No, it's not. It's, but it's actually kind of humane. It, it's very humane. But if you hear what, you know, uh, conservatives say, well, uh, Planned Parenthood, they're chopping up babies every day and they're putting them on the cease of silence and, you know, they're just consuming them, you know? I, I mean, there are all, all these freaks over here freaking out, hardcore, all these fake evangelicals um, who, you know, are doing everything in their power to make, you know, real Christians look bad. Are, are uh, you know saying? Oh, well, you're just a bunch of baby killers over there, you libertards. Where we have more stringent rules in our country about abortion than Israel, the holiest of the holy. So, and what they say about us is, they say you support genocide. Well, when you say they, you're talking about the really kind of. The, the crazy evangelicals, uh, the, the you know, American Taliban, whatever you want to call them. Um, yeah, the, the evangelicals, the fundamentalists, whatever. They say, oh, you liberals, you just have wet dreams about killing babies. That's all you want to do. And, but for some reason, you can't say boo about Israel when they're around. You can't say shit about Israel, or you're an anti-Semitic asshole. Well, what's really fucked up is that uh, Bibi Netanyahu won't say anything about this. Well, I think it's even more fucked up that people in our country won't say anything about this. Because, you know, I mean, Netanyahu is one thing. He's a phony. He's a fraud. He's a big, you know, a huge asshole. But all of the people who are like, oh, we need to go to the Wailing Wall and we need to set up, you know, the Temple Mount for destruction for the return of Jesus. Who cares about all those Jewish babies they're aborting, though? Yeah. Well, you can't have everything. It's further proof. It's further proof that the GOP and conservatives and evangelicals have no fucking concern for Israel the people who live there, Jewish people. I mean, you want anti-Semitic? Why won't they stand? I mean, they're like, oh, well, there's cult, there's genocide going on in the United States with the abortion. And the abortion rate is not that much higher in the United States versus Israel. And they're like, oh. for the proof that they really don't care about women and abortion. Look, we all know the reason they want they support Israel, as, like you said. It's 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 so when the end times come, it'll be there. Yeah, that's, that's really all. It's like their safe it. bet. It's their safe bet to get into heaven. So well, right? You know, they probably really don't believe it, but just in case, I'd like to see it all burn and have the baby Jesus come back. Yeah, baby Jesus, and they like to be raptured. But what and if? I, I but what? But, the, but hold on, hold on, hold on, Joe. 
the baby Jesus, I guess, has to be born in Israel, though, right? He was. What? what it, no, I'm saying that if if Jesus comes back, okay. is is he going to be actually birthed from a human, if or he just comes come, back, or is he going to come down? Aborted once. Is he is he going to come down heaven's chimney, or will he be reborn as a human being from a human mother? You know, is he going to like you know take the bat pole down from heaven? And show up and, you know, bang, bang, pow. <laughs> With Leonard Skinner playing the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> <Leonard> <laughs> oh, I mean, to me, you know, it's like. It'll be, it'll be, a, it'll be a, a, a band of angels, you know, playing Leonard Skinner, Freebird. No, no, I think it'd be Mr. Saturday Night Special is what it'd be. That's it. Because that's the Sabbath, really, you know. Mr. Saturday Night Special, you know. Metallica, Enter Sandman. (laughs) I know a lot of conservatives that love that song. Guess what? That's when I checked out with Metallica. Okay. (laughs) It's not Metallica's fault. Yeah, when they started making three-minute songs, I checked out. Honestly, if you consider yourself an evangelical, then you should, according to your beliefs, be totally against Israel offering free abortions. Yeah, the government... Israel having, you know... Medi- no. Are we underwrite because we give so much financial support to Israel? Are we underwriting that? Is America underwriting those government-funded abortions? Mm. Technically, we are. Yes, and I'm fine with it. Me too. I'm not the person out there, you know, clucking about oh, abortions, genocide. Is it? <laughs> is it That's really the abortion? <laughs> mm. Abortion That's genocide it is. You are having. <laughs> Abortion I do. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this this is taking Abortion I do. <laughs> <laughs> Meow goodness says live from Jelu- Jerusalem. It's Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> ah, abortion I do. <laughs> Livin says, "What about Megadeth uh, instead of uh, Metallica?" Well, first of all, Livin, you misspelled. I'm glad. First, that you're, uh, ho- hold know, on. That Israel is providing abortion. I am too. I just want to say, first of all, uh, Livin Megadeth, you spelled it wrong. It's it's. D E T H, not D E A T H, D E T H. So, Second, but yeah, Ray, not what's his name? Dave Mustaine's a, a freaking conservative. Oh yeah, he blamed uh, he blamed the uh, the or uh, where was that the Aurora movie theater shooting? Uh, the the oh. uh, he blamed that on Obama at a concert one time. Thanks, Obama. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. Said it was staged. So, anyway, I don't want to derail it too much, but yes, Rain, it is a very good thing that the it's a very progressive that the Israeli government yeah, I, is paying I, for abortion. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go so far to say that I think that when we finally get Medicare for all in this country, it should include abortion. I yeah. am pro-abortion. I said yeah, it. I, I mean am. it. I am too. I am too. For those who need an abortion, I am pro-abortion, and I don't care. You know, I mean, in our country, obviously, I think that you know we should. The first step is 
um, everybody's health care provider before we get Medicare for all or, you know, government health care, whatever. Um, everybody's health care should have to pay for it. Even more so, fucking Hobby Lobby and Chick-fil-A and whatever the fuck else should have to uh-huh. pay for birth control as well. Yes. So, yes. so how, per, uh, I mean, Even Israel? Point. Israel. Sure. Right-wing asshole, Bibi Netanyahu's government, progressive on abortion. But there's not a peep. There's not a peep. Where is Franklin Graham on this? Oh, where man. where is Pat Robertson? Where is Louis Gomer? You do you do know that, right, Ken and What's Joe that? and Bob? Say it again. Franklin Graham. Franklin Graham is busy paying for other women's abortions out of his pocket. Oh, I I didn't know this. So I I'm saying it. I believe right. that he has gotten a number of women pregnant. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt and it at he all. Pays to get that shit taken care of. Well, look at that. Franklin Graham, you heard it here first on Turn Up the Night. Rain just gave you this. Jeez. That was a personal bitch slap. So, Well, um, Rain, <laughs> I don't have back facts to back that up. <laughs> I don't either. So you come, you come no at me. I don't have facts to back this up. Well, now, he's a scumbag. We all know he's a scumbag. And he's one of the stupid people who are ruining America. Stupid people are ruining America. But we do have to go to the break because we got to end this on some funny shit. I just thought that that was <laughs> that was amazing. That you know, you know, the Kansas uh, ruling amazing out of their their Supreme Court. Amazing. And and that for, I had no idea until today that Israel for the last five years their government has been paying for women to have abortions. And we're underwriting that. But, you know, you figure that would be a big deal for evangelicals. But apparently, they're just like, no, 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 no. Fuck it. Let them do whatever they want to do. Let them have naked bacchanalias in the street and chop their heads, each other's heads off. Whatever. You know, let them. Bacchanalias? Yeah, naked bacchanalias in the street, chopping each other's heads off, you know, sucking and fucking doing. Yeah, you know, you know, let them, you know all the you know all the good porn. Uh, yeah, Brazzers. Oh. Let them make Brazzers videos. <laughs> yeah, um, you know all the good ones. Yeah, I, let them let them go to town. Uh, Bac- Bacchanalia is is not a porn site. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, but it should be. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, let's see if we can go register uh, register a couple domains after the show. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, so so you know, uh, but they haven't said anything about this. Government funded abortion. We go to break. All right, real. last word. The government quick, itself quick. is pretty progressive. The current yeah. ruling party of Israel's government is regressive. It's so I'm not surprised about this. I'm yeah. not surprised that Israel is like, "Would you like an abortion? Here, have an abortion." And I wish more countries would do that. Well, I, I'm down with you on that. I wish our country would do that. So I do um, too. I j- and I also wish evangelicals wouldn't be such fucking frauds. I mean, seriously, I'm ashamed of myself that I didn't know this about Israel. So, 
But all right, we got to go to the break. Um, the Heart, a nice song for the nice people by Bobber coming up here, everybody. All right. uh, let's go ahead and hit that break and we'll come back and we'll fill out a few Mad Libs, everybody. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. 
fury. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, thank you, Washington, D.C. twice. I forgot. I usually say that. All right. Well, we don't have a lot of time left, so let's get straight to the Mad Libs, everybody. We good with that? Yes? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get Mad Libs. <laughs> Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right, and the reason why we have to be fast is because I just saw our little stray kitty out back, Billy, and she's hungry. So, and I didn't have, I saw her just a minute ago, so I didn't have time to feed her. All right, here we go. Bobber, I need a number. 69. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe. Friday, everybody. Joe, a female Republican. Uh, Joni Ernst. Joni, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Biscuit. Well, I, I almost spelled her name properly. I'm, I need to spell it wrong. Um, okay, so Rain, I need a piece of furniture. Oh, um, Hassock. Hassock. Okay. I'm not oh, sure so what that no, is. It's an Ottoman. Oh, okay. There are racist. All right. Very good. Uh, bobber, a verb, past tense. Past tense. Yeah. Um, screwed. There we go. I just opened a beer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Joe, I need uh, another number. <laughs> 8645. 8645. Okay. Uh, oh, right. Yes. Two, it's actually two numbers, but that's all right. Well, well no. I'll put it all together and you know what it means. Well, I'll just say 8645 is what I'll say. Uh, rain, a verb ending in ing. Um, confusing. Confusing. Very nice. Uh, Bobber, a, a, uh, the name of a conservative. A conservative. Um, uh, a real conservative. Um, Just or somebody from the Trump administration. Kelly, 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 Kelly. Kelly, 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 Kelly. K A C. Um, <laughs> Joe, an animal. Hmm. Wombat. Wombat. <laughs> you know, Wombat to Marshupi on Digi's Jaw Street. That was from a, a line. That was from a. That was a line from a short film I made with uh, my buddy Mort. James. Like 25 years ago, we made this little cartoon. All right. So, Rain, I need another number. Oh. In the year 2929. 29. The song is 2525, but you want 2929? Let's go with that. That's what I meant. 25. 
in the year 2525. 25. Something or other might be alive. If, if man dead. is still alive. If man is still alive. Okay. There we go. So, uh, not, not woman. <laughs> Bobber. Yeah, you'll go with that. A city. A city, Bobber. I'm sorry. City? Yeah. A city. Uh, Denver, city by the bay. <laughs> uh, I'll put I'll put city by the bay in there too. Uh, by the bay, Joe. I need uh, something alive. <laughs> so many things. Something alive. Yeah. <laughs> something alive. Uh, measles. Measles. Oh, I like it. Okay, uh, Rain, I need a plural noun. Viruses. All right, uh, Bobber, a type of liquid. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> beer has already been used. What's that? I said beer has already been used. Oh, well, I was thinking something a little thicker and stickier. <laughs> Maybe thickier. <laughs> Let's go with uh, splooge. Splooge. That's my baby. That's I'm your main. Bring in the class. <laughs> Classing up the joint. Uh, <laughs> Joe, I need a color. Color. <laughs> Chartreuse. Chartreuse. <laughs> Chartreuse, there's a chartreuse conspiracy going on out there. I don't know if you know about this, but it's a chartreuse splooge. Yeah, rain. Oh god, I'd say a doctor if that happened. uh, Rain. uh, Oh wow, part of the face. After that, part of the face. Part of the face. Yep. Oh. Uh, what is what is that little thing where your uh, uh, um for your tears tear duct tear duct yeah. all right um <laughs> here we go we get it again uh bobber another part of the face another part of the face huh yeah uh nostril nostril <laughs> <laughs> I kind of read that in context so it's, <laughs> it's um. There we go. All right. Did I finish them all? Did I? Did I finish them all, boss? <laughs> Time to change. Yeah, I know. I, I... <laughs> no, we we got a couple more uh, in here. So, uh, all right. That so was good, Bob. it was. It was nice. So um, <laughs> I got to start the music again here because uh, apparently I've I've dropped the ball on that. Uh, speaking of <laughs> ball, speaking of balls dropping. Speaking of ball, who did I leave? Uh, um, let me see. Joe, something round. <laughs> um, a condom. What? If you inflate it, sure. Why not? Time to change. All right. Condom is ra- Oh, okay. Well, it starts off that way. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I got it. If you I inflate it. it, if you inflate it enough, and it, it, uh, it you know ends that way. Uh, <laughs> all right, 
rain in occupation. Home health care worker. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> really? Uh, wow. It popped up in my head. No, I love it. I love it. Um, bobber, uh, an exclamation. An exclamation. Yeah. Uh, zoinks! Zoinks! Okay, Joe, a place for us. <laughs> what? <laughs> Blue ball. Blue ball? Yeah, Blue Ball, Pennsylvania. You never heard of oh, it? Oh, Blue right Ball. Next to intercourse. Who said Blue a place for us? I'm not not looking on a You know, the real like the real place ago. the real place for us was the friends we made along the way. Um, so, <laughs> if you take a wrong turn and miss intercourse, you end up in Blue Ball, huh? That's right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> really far north, See? you end up in All right. Or if you drive through intercourse too many times, you never All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just got to put it in, for, in in drive and reverse and drive and reverse and drive and reverse. Right, <laughs> right over that county, that, that, that city uh, line, whatever that is. Uh, all right, Rain. New York, right? Rain. Type of vehicle, type of vehicle, plural. Alright. Um, oh, the, this is the, the worst. It, it's the last one, so you better make it good. Unless you uh, want to decide Chargers. by unless you Chargers. want to decide by committee. Chargers. Dodge Chargers? Yes. Alright. There we go. Okay, let let me read these uh, ridiculous things for everybody. This, these three Mad Libs come to us from more Mega Mad Libs, five ninety nine cover price from Half Price Books. This one is Aliens Are Our Friends. <sighs> right out of the gate. If you run into an alien penis... <laughs> oh, that was that. Who comes from some other weird planet which revolves around a distant condom in another galaxy? Do not be peckish. If it says, take me to your home health care worker, you must act <laughs> you must act friendly and <laughs> you must act friendly and say zoinks. <laughs> Remember, extraterrestrial bananas are not necessarily hostile. Many of them are zitty, and all they want is to put on, uh, put you on one of their tissues and fly you off for a vacation in Blue Ball. Oh, oh Blue Balls and Tissues. <laughs> oh, I heard that is a vacation destination. That actually sounds like my, my teen years. Um, Blue ball PA. Blue balls and tissues. Uh, so offer them a few beers or take them out to a movie. If you do, maybe they will tell you the secret of perplexed telepathy or how they power their rocket Dodge Chargers. <laughs> if you treat an extraterrestrial lovingly, you may make a new friend. All right. The next one, is space travel possible? Well, is it? 
No. Is it? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's the title of it. <laughs> is space travel possible? When people uh, began, uh, I'm sorry, when people begin crazily in outer space. Oh, no. La- I'm sorry. When people begin uh, lazing, I'm sorry, lazing in outer space, they will have to spend 69 years just to get to the nearest solar system. Wow, that's a long time. Uh, <laughs> hold on, let me start over. When people begin lazing in outer space, they will have to spend 69 years just to get to the nearest solar system called Joni Ernst. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Biscuit. At first, travelers will probably be frozen and put in a hassock. Then, when the ship arrives, the travelers will be screwed. (laughs) Just screwed. Eventually, scientists may invent a chowder transporter (laughs) like they used on the TV show Hair Trek. (laughs) That should be the sequel band to Hair Wolf, Hair Trek. Uh... (laughs) It will chowder. break. It's it, delicious. Oh, is my chowder transporter as seen on Hair Trick? Uh, just make sure you don't get hair transported into your chowder. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're calling it. It will break down. <laughs> it, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It will break down all parts of the human grape into atoms and insects. Then these will be broadcast like stiff TV waves and reassembled 8,645 miles away. (laughs) If this doesn't work, engineers are confusing now, trying to perfect a fuck-witted drive that will run a spaceship faster than the speed of farts. (laughs) Faster than the speed of farts. That is the next album that will be brought to you by Hair Trek. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like the Trump administration's science theory. Yeah, it does. But of course, scientists such as Kellyanne Conway say this is a lot of wombat wash. So maybe humans should forget space travel and try to solve the waning traffic problems on Earth. Oh, I don't know about that. All right, last one. Looking good on Pluto. So, here we go. Looking good on Pluto. On Pluto, the gravity is 2525 times as strong as it is in Denver City by the Bay. (laughs) In the year 2525. And uh, so if you are a young measles, uh, or measles, uh, there and you want to look good, here's what you should do. First, go to a beauty parlor and get an energetic haircut by a cuddly Plutonian barber. Make sure he keeps your hair out of your viruses so you can show off your clitoris. <laughs> oh, oh, hello. Oh, no. I did this, not know that measles were female. This is the drug-addicted fashion on Pluto today. Then spray yourself with splooge and put on oh, an al- no. and put on an al- aluminum foil onion belt. 
aluminium. For uh, onion belt. <laughs> An aluminium foil onion belt. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to figure this all out. So we have a measle who is covered with splooge with an aluminium foil belt? Foil onion belt. Oh. Y you know the, the oh, onion belt? The, the the onion belt, of course. We can't bust heads like we used to, but we have our ways. Oh, yeah. oh you got it. One trick is to tell them stories that don't go anywhere. Like the time I caught the ferry over to Shelbyville, I needed a new heel for my shoe. So I decided to go to Morganville, which is what they call Shelbyville in those days. So I tied an onion to my belt. Which was the style at the time. Now, to take the ferry cost a nickel. And in those days, nickels had pictures of bumblebees on them. Give me five bees for a quarter, you'd say. Now, where were we? Oh, yeah. The important thing was that I had an onion on my belt, which was the style at the time. They didn't have white onions because of the war. The only thing you could get was those big yellow ones. All right. The measles had the clitorati. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna back it up. Make sure uh, he keeps your hair out of your viruses so you can show off your clitoris. <laughs> this is this is the bit this is the yeah, drug addicted condom, apparently. Yeah, this is the <laughs> this is the drug addicted fashion on Pluto today. <laughs> All right. Then spray yourself with splooge and put on an aluminium foil onion belt and high heel cats. Oh dear God! Makeup is an important uh, is important. I'm sorry. Makeup is as important on Pluto as it is on Earth. So put on some oh. bright chartreuse lipstick on your tear duct and use a nice nostril shadow. If you oh. follow if you follow this advice, you will get your picture on the covers of all their vulvas. Okay, I was going to say you'd look like David Bowie on the cover of Rolling Stone, but let's go with that. Uh ground control to major nostril shadow. <laughs> Put your onion belt on and show your vulvas too. Uh, I don't know. I have nothing. I have nothing. This is nonsense. Nonsense, you folks. You got the measles. Let it go. <laughs> I, yeah. That was weird. That was weird. It was. It was. It was strange. It was very strange. And I was rushing too, so I kept screwing up. So. Uh, but we got the Abe Simpson onion belt in there. That was good. Uh, we missed that on the hot ganib ganabs. Hot ganib ganabs. And also the spicy meatballs. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. But we made it up for it in um, uh, <laughs> Bobber saying we should spray ourselves with splooge. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. tonight, Bobber. That <laughs> that's right. That's right. So. Thanks. Uh, blame Thanks, Pluto. Blame Pl Pluto's not even a planet anymore. Thanks, Obama. No. I think it's back to being a planet. No, it's not. It's not. Oh. No. The farthest, yeah. the farthest out is Uranus. 
Really, Joe? Wow. Wow. Okay. Really? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks, Obama. All right, let's go ahead and wrap things up right now. Uh, good show tonight, guys. I appreciate you. Uh, you are my friends and my family, and uh, so are all of our chatters out there. Still a lot of folks listening right now, but I got to feed Feral Kitty and mm-hmm. House Kitties because they're all they're all bummed out right now. They're like, how come I haven't eaten my food yet? Um. And I'm like, no, I'm going to feed you in a couple minutes. And they're no, like, no, 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 no. They're like, feed me now. So, Aww. all right. Uh, all right. Parting shots. Bobber, what do you have on the way out? Oh, boy. Um, well, if. Uh... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Come on. Hello, Bob. <laughs> you know, this. Uh, uh, this weekend is going to be one of our a few weekends where we're not actually don't actually have any plans and we're going to be planning stuff and I, I think sometimes you know when so you just have to walk away from Trump and do stuff like that you know get get your hands dirty grow something feel like oh yeah being being you know oh yeah I've been doing that a lot well I just came off staycation so I get you brother anything else. No, I'm I'm good. I'm just I'm trying. I, I've had a rough work week, and I'm just trying to, uh, you know, unwind. unwind, unwind, as it were. And this so. and the show the the show helps. So thanks for that. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad for that. So uh, and I hope uh, somebody sprays you with uh, um, stuff. Uh, so <laughs> I'm kidding. I forget what it, what'd you say. Um, in the Mad Libs. I don't know. Uh, Rain, what's your parting shot? Rain. You're on, you're on mute. <laughs> Rain. I was on mute. And here, so I have two parting shots. Sometimes, just put the world on mute. See? Seriously. But sometimes, Part- just shut everything down. There like, it is. Shard it down. Yes, sharded down. Um, but to Stop build it. upon what Bob was saying, uh, this this past weekend, we weren't here on Friday because we went up to New York State. Yes. And we spent the weekend in New York City. And uh, <clears throat> we went up there to see a show at the Brooklyn Museum. But we, in, you know, we decided to go to the Metropolitan Museum of Art, and we went to go to see um, the... Uh, Bob, help me. Uh, Frida Kahlo? No, the place up there in northern New York. That that place that you raved about so much, I remember. Anyway, that place that we raved about. But the point yeah. is... Oh, are you talking about the Spanish restaurant? There the you Spanish go. Spanish restaurant. There. This, all of it. All of it. All of it was great. All of them. The Cloisters. But... <clears throat> biggest part is and I, I think this is what bob was saying and this is something i really believe after this past weekend is that All of them and and joe has been doing this too because joe you've been saying i've been turning off cable news yes shit is getting really heavy and yes yeah. we do have to pay attention to it but at a certain point we need to walk away yeah and take 
take time to in, to to embrace our personal lives. Yeah. You oh know, my God! You guys finally caught up to what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I did all these stupid games. Because <laughs> I, I want to be a game show host in, when yeah, I grow you're up. Right. You're right there, Ken. But, but yeah, I, I think my parting shot is things are going to get much uglier. Especially after we heard that Trump said, I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest guy. I, he's, he's a liar. He's a I'm so young. I can't believe it. I'm the youngest person. I am a young, vibrant man. God. He's an old man who weighs over 140 pounds. And he has big boobs. You mean 340 pounds? Yes. Let's go with that. It's fine. But it... It's but yeah, we, we got to wrap it up. So yeah, you're you're right. you're right though. Okay, we it's need funny. to just take time, do something good, enjoy life. Yes, agreed. Joe, parting shot. What do you got? Okay, two things. Uh, first, uh, if you want to do something good and, and enjoy life, go to Intercourse, Pennsylvania, which is <laughs> a, which is a uh, a uh, village in Leacock township wow <laughs> okay it's popular f- because it's in amish country and uh because of its sexually suggestive name now uh-huh. <laughs> yeah uh-huh. now here is here is the headline of the week parrot taken into custody by police I in brazil this story for trying to warn drug dealer of raid did oh. you all hear about this i did I did hear a little bit about that, but that, you know, tell Despite our listeners. Despite the bird's warning, a man and woman were arrested. Okay, the parrot warned the two alleged drug dealers in Brazil that police were coming. Right here it comes said, a fuzz. Mama, right here mama, comes a fuzz. Police, <laughs> mama, Despite police. The efforts, <laughs> yes, mama, police in Portuguese. What a cracker! Uh huh. Despite the bird's effort to tip to tip off the owner, the man and woman were arrested. They found crack marijuana on the property, large amounts of money. But the parrot, who the police would not name because he's a minor, <laughs> uh, has reportedly continued hint, his to name was Paul. His name was Polly. Polly. Polly Walnuts. Has reportedly. Oh, uh, the, the parrot, though, is not talking. He's reportedly continuing <laughs> to show his loyalty to his owners. And refusing to sing like a canary. <laughs> oh, well, I don't blame him for that. So canaries they are said, inferior. Uh, they they, uh, they gave him to a local vet, and he said he hasn't made a sound since he was arrested. Uh, he wants to talk to his lawyer. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, would, would his, do you think his lawyer is a legal eagle? <laughs> yes, <laughs> legal eagle. <laughs> So that nice. uh, that uh, I, that that was like my uh, you know like uh, Colbert does. Meanwhile, nice. <laughs> like other I news, that. I that's like the that. other news. Oh, and I love Jay Colley's comment. Polly wants some crack. <laughs> so crack, yes. Oh, here. Oh, by the way, Ken, here's my final picture. It's an enhanced version of the one you picked. But uh, oh, okay, okay. So. I put a, I put a little Donnie in there. You could pick either one. Oh boy! Oh yeah, actually, yeah, that that's good. So I'll save that as Melanie two. <laughs> Melanie two. There we go. Melanie two has been saved. Good job, Joe. 
Uh, so, all right. Well, we got to wrap things up right now. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out in the chat uh, with us tonight. I'll be playing some music later on. Kind of Game of Thrones-inspired music uh, tonight in anticipation of the big battle. So, probably a lot of metal. But it's going to be about dragons and wolves and and oh. and, and, and uh, lions and stuff like that. It's going to be great. Um, lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! Oh my! Who no. let you? Who let you in here, silly fans? Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, I tried to do a Liza Minnelli impression there, and it didn't work. <laughs> so uh, even though Liza Minnelli was not in the Wizard of Oz, it was her mom. Uh, but I anyway, she's yeah. She's also not in Game of Thrones. Well, you don't know that, silly pants, do you? Until you've seen it. No. So. <laughs> yeah. Start season one, episode one. Yeah, yeah. She was Stannis Baratheon. So. Uh. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't believe you. You shouldn't. <laughs> so, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up right now because I gotta go feed a, a lovely feral kitty named Billy. Good night, everybody. See, oh, and check us out. Mike, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Mike Check Radio tomorrow, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. We're going to do at least a full hour of predictions and uh, stuff for uh, episode three, season eight of Game of Thrones. Uh, And we're going to do an interview with Adam Hebert's grandma, who's 90 years old tomorrow as well. So, yeah, don't miss it, folks. It's going to be fun. All right. But for now, good night. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. I'm so young. I can't believe it. I'm the youngest person. I am a young, vibrant man. This is a can of Campbell's soup. This in the can of Campbell's soup. Well, I just bought this can today at a 7-Eleven down here, the can of Campbell's soup.